fucking flying. You're flying? I felt like, woo! <laughs> That's what I do on the, way to, on the way to the gym. I take like four caffeine pills and oh, I, I oh, take my oh, pre energy oh. on the way there. It kicks in. I'm like, <laughs> and then I get there and I start working out more. Yeah, I start getting like the pump and like the endorphins are rushing through my body and I start getting all intense. I'm like, Arr! and I love it. It's a great feeling. I feel I sound rude. Do you? I don't know. I mean, you're still. Yeah, that's okay. No. The show's about to start. Hey, everybody, this is John Seth, and you're listening to John Seth's World. I'm here with my co host, Sean, aka King David. And. Dante, a.k.a. Conspiratard. Dante. Dante, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Pepe made of you. Yeah, I'm a Pepe yeah, I'm now. Very, congratulations, is, Dante. You've truly been, I, I've, you've I, been pepified. I've graduated. You've been I, pepified. Well, it, it's a level of like getting memed and then getting Pepe'd. Yeah, pepified. You, been, it's a high honor. Like. Not, not only is it Pepe, it's mm. certified rare Pepe. It is. It is. You've been so, pee-peed on. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I have been certified. I'm a, uh, I'm a certified conspirator. How, how much is your Pepe worth? That's the last I checked, I think they were like $140, but they might oh. be more. I, I don't, Really? Yeah. What's Junset Pepe worth? See if you can look worth? it up. Uh, about $100 <laughs> to $300. About $300? Or $100 yes! to $300. I'm not really sure, but <laughs> you're sh- it's something like that. Okay. I want, it, I want that to go up. <laughs> I want that to go up, up, up. Well, wait, wait. Is, is the Junset Pepe more... Expensive than uh, my conspirator. Uh, it's I, not my Pepe. I, I guess. By the way. I mean, like, I don't even have one. Dante, I, you and I should do a, a burn where I try to spend more money on my Pepe's than you spend on yours. Yeah, but I mean, I haven't. I have not been sent one of the uh, conspirator. I think that Pepe's. I was given. I think I was given a Johnson so, Pepe. I'm not sure. Oh wow, Johnson Pepe was 12.5 XCP. Really? So 450 dollars last time. See what conspirator. And then is. I might not spell this right. Con S. Con- it's just conspiratard. Yeah, I, I spell conspiratard. Right. It's great. I want at least a hundred uh, XCP yeah, yeah. for my Pepe. That looks right. That looks right. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. How much? Oh, you're 180 dollars. Five XCP. All right, 180. That's not I bad. Mean, it's not that's bad. Not bad Dante. It's that's only pretty been good. out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good. You know. Yeah. Dante and, 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 and oh, look that? and here I'm talking about it. I mean, it's probably going to end. Right, up <laughs> it's going to end up pumping it. You know, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the Dante, my, mine's an earlier Pepe. <laughs> so right here, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Mine's mine's, uh, mine's <laughs> more collectible. Yeah, well, I think maybe maybe I think we'll see. But you know, um, mine but unlocks mine unlocks a show to the person who is uh, trolling me or thought they were trolling me. I don't think that anyone thought Dante. Uh, you, you, I don't think you know, so. I think they were just. Um, uh, that's my own little conspiracy. They just, they okay? just pee peed on you. That's <laughs> all that happened. That's what happened. I gotta have. I need to have a conspiracy about how the conspirator came about. Good. I like that. You know. Um. That <laughs> but this send has been a me fucking one. busy week. Send no, don't me. send Dante one. Oh man. Why would you send Dante a, a conspirator, S- Pepe? Because it's bearing my uh, my my face. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I'm glad. I, I'm glad that the Pepe thing is still going. I enjoy. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy that group. I mean, it is. Uh, it is. I have. It's funny. They're 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 auctioning off some of the early Pepe early early Pepe's right mm-hmm. now. Um, to like let people get in, you know, get some of those. I think they're going for quite a bit of money, mm. which is funny because like that was not <laughs> like I really didn't think that would happen. Well, you know, what's amazing is they're they're moving beautifully, low fees on on the decks. Uh, ca- you oh, know, yeah. I mean, Bitcoin. The fees to send Bitcoin is yeah very low yes. yeah very low very low well I mean they're 
normal. So like everyone complaining about fees, shut the fuck up because like it guess that all went away. I think that's hilarious. All the fee discussions went away. And all that all that the uh, all that had to happen was core had to like basically figure out for a number of years what they needed to do on the science side in order to make fees lower. Right. Um, and it seems that whatever they've done has worked. So and congratulations. I want to like, I want to thank them, frankly. I, like, thank you guys. Thanks, Greg Maxwell. Thanks, Adam Back. Thanks, uh, Peter Woolley. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Luke, uh, Luke Dash Jr. Paul, even Paul Stortz, who's been working on uh, Drive Chain. Thank you guys so much for working on this. Um, Andrew we Polstra, everybody else. I mean, every uh, Peter Todd, Vladimir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's often forgotten despite being the leader of what the project. Is, is this like the Academy Awards? <laughs> it yeah. is. I'd like to thank all of you these don't, people. And now, now you have a and, problem. And you the, can't leave and, anyone out. You and cannot. The Lord and the Lord and the Lord. But thank all, you, Lord. Of all these out. people mentioned, if I ever see you and you want a private lap dance, I will give you one for your. I don't program. even doubt that. I think yeah. you would. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever given a lap dance to anybody? Is that a thing? Uh, that you're, I have, but you practiced not on the way you're thinking. <laughs> I was I was thinking that maybe you'd given one to Dante as like dressed as a Santa. Oh, well, he, that would be pretty kinky. He's still that like might be I, if I can get him back uh, on the show. Maybe maybe I can do a. He's still not Dante. A what happened last week? Did there. you like? Were you in jail? Because I had to go like bail you out last week. What yeah. happened? You were in jail. I I I, You're I don't in prison. Have any memory you, you ran over like a dog or something like that. I don't know. No, what I don't the fuck think happened. so. I don't run over dogs, bro. <laughs> Well, it was good. That's true. That's true. Well, the price of Bitcoin went back up to to ten thousand, so we were able to. to we were able to bail you out. That was that was right. That was right. very right. good. Right. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Bitcoiners, for well, making sure Dante yeah. could be back here. Yeah. I I had a little <laughs> bit. Of, I had something to do with, I guess, uh, you know, having the price pump up there. Yeah. So uh, you did, hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I were you Dante? I didn't get that. Were you uh, were you were you uh, selling your body on the streets because Bitcoin was low last week? Well, as far as you know, I, I haven't. Uh, I have not engaged in such a sale like that. No, in, no not in a long time. Not in a very yeah. long time. So this has been a week about a lot of like. There's been a shit ton of news, but I think I think first and foremost we should yeah. get out of the way. Um, this week down here in South Florida, about ten minutes. From where we record, there was a school shooting. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, and it, it's it, it's a little bit odd because like I know people. I mean, I, I'm 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 kind of new to the South Florida area, but like I know people who know people that go to the school, right? And uh, I think you've been here all your life, Sean, right? Well, I I've known people that have gone to that school, right? You yeah. you ha- you yourself know people who have gone or maybe go now, mm-hmm. um, and in fact, in your family of teachers, yes. And uh, Dante, you've been here forever since I the, know. Since, I know a lot since of you people. were running cocaine uh, from Colombia. Uh, well, you know, allegedly according <laughs> to Josh, <laughs> uh, but that's all right. I'm. I, I, it's amazing how many uh, things become attributed to me <laughs> in, in the space of, uh, of five minutes. But maybe you know, well, Dante, may, you're like the Fed. I, I, I cast all things onto onto you. Okay. Uh, that that may or may not be true because it's right. funny. Right, right. Well, maybe there needs to be a whole bunch of additional certified Pepe cards for each of the allegations. I like, I like that. I like that. Like Dante's like driving an airplane. Like uh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's great. Like, like um, Mickey Monday. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're you the know? Mickey. You're the Mickey Monday of Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so <laughs> I mean, but uh, no. Back to the thing uh, at the school. I I know a lot of people, a lot of people who uh, have kids uh, in the school. Uh, I know very per- very well. I know one of the teachers. Who who were there, and I don't think they got out of there until like eight o'clock, wow. eight thirty at night. They were, you know, like holed up in the rooms and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was. I mean, I was. It was. It was weird because like I've seen a lot of these school shootings over the years. Right. We've seen tons of them, 
And uh, I really wonder, like, for me, they've always been kind of surreal. Like, ah, it happens, but it's it. I don't really think much of it. This one really hit me. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, well it, when it, it's to close me, to home like that. When, yeah. yeah, when it, when it's but I was close I mean, to I, home, I, it, it does affect people. I just knew so, I just so, I knew for a fact that I was going to go out there that day and meet somebody who knew a kid that died. Yeah, well, and, and I did. Incidentally, well, it's also like going out and doing things. People are talking about it, um, and where normally if it was happening elsewhere in the country, they may not be. Like, it's right? Just, it's just it's on everybody's minds down here. I feel like more so in a way. I, I also just... find like I mean, Floridians tend to be very vocal people, so like I've never seen moms and dads so vociferously get on on the TV and scream for like gun control immediately after right the event. Away. That's that. that's right really away. like weird to me that that is. I mean, it's it's very different than like in in Connecticut after the Connecticut shootings, um, there there were like very measured. The parents came out like weeks later on panels and you know very quietly and slowly. Here, right away, you see these like parents melting down, making sure that they have like they say something about gun control. Um, Trump came out and said, "What can we do?" and uh, and they're they're asking him to ban guns or do something. Right, right. Something well, gun there, based. There was a congressman I think in Florida, and while it was going on. During this uh, tragedy, he gets on the uh, the floor and starts pitching uh, gun control. You know, and, and and it's so weird because I mean, here they 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 want to put all of the blame onto the instrument. I, if it had, you know, for example, when people use a truck or car or some other instrument, I mean, I I they don't take the same position and try I don't to ban even, I don't even the honestly, instrument. I honestly don't even find that like a compelling argument to be honest. But like what I do what I do what I'm bothered by is a fact that when I hear there's no honesty in the discussion about gun control. So like when I when I hear people talking about um, guns and what ought to be done in like situations like this, um, I hear people say like we need to have background checks for guns. Like, well, they do. I don't know anything about guns, but I know that we do have background checks for guns. Exactly. So the solution is not, like, have background checks for guns. And whoever's telling you that is using you as, like, using this as a political football. Well, it's also just, it's 100%. immediately focused on the method of how things went down versus the why did that happen to begin with. Exactly. And it's like... This like how can you not look at this and be like this was a this was a kid who did this. It was like, just a fucking legally kid. not a kid, but no, he's a fucking ver- kid. Though. He's a, a child. Yeah, he's nineteen. He's a kid. You know, I know. And but and and what happened was th- there was a lot of things that happened. First, I just want before I t- get into those, ninety nine percent of the people who are calling so verbally about you know we need to do X Y and Z related to guns, they constantly refer to. No one needs to have an assault weapon. Well, I have news for them. This weapon, the AR-15, is not an assault weapon. They think AR, you know, stands for like assault rifle. Assault rifle. Yeah. What does it actually and stand it for? It stands for Armalite. Okay. Okay. It's it's short yeah. for like a brand, you know, like a brand, and uh, from years ago. But the point of it is, an assault weapon is what the military uses. You pull the trigger, and it either does a three-round burst. Or you p- throw the switch and it does full auto. You pull the trigger one time and you hold it. I learned that in Fortnite. And, and, and it just will go. It'll completely, uh, continuously fire until the magazine's spent. But what these AR-15s do, you pull the trigger one time, it fires one round, <laughs> just <laughs> like <laughs> any. Well, it's. Is it, pu- is it semi-automatic? Yeah. Se- yeah okay. Well, semi. Well, that, that's uh, almost everything is semi-automatic, right? Except for a revolver. 
or or a bolt action rifle where you there's you know, no manually there's no holding down and bullets spray right right or you, you have pull every, the trigger yeah, right. and it fires one time so to and by the way an AR-15 is not a high powered rifle it's actually a low powered rifle as far as rifles go. So well, they're categorizing. They're making a, it, a false, you know, like a straw man. Well, it, it, it's definitely a straw. But it, it, what's odd to me is the fact that, like, it, why, like you could do just as much damage with another semi-automatic weapon, and it just happens that the AR-15 is a very popular semi-automatic uh, semi-automatic weapon, right? Yeah. So, like, it, it's very weird to me to demonize the AR-15 because that that has nothing to do. This kid didn't do this because AR-15s are available. Well, let's say he didn't have one. And, and also, by the way, it seems to me that the reason you demonize the AR-15 is because it's big and it's black and it's like it has a certain look to it. Just make it make it wood. Make it if well, they, made, they, it, have if they made it wooden, it would be fine. And, and, but and they have <laughs> other wooden ones that people are totally okay with. They're like, oh, that looks like a piece of furniture. You know. In fact, the wood. That's on those rifles. It's literally called furniture, is is the, the term. Interesting. That's I didn't used. Know that. So how do you have furniture on your gun? Yeah, I know. Mean, if you have an AK uh, forty-seven, which is way more powerful than an AR fifteen, of course, it's a heavy caliber. It's a whole different uh, thing. Uh, I learned that in 007. And, and it uses furniture. You know, it has wooden furniture usually. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's because Russians needed to put furniture around it. So, yeah. my question is is simply this. If this guy well, wanted to do <laughs> what he did, and instead of, uh, let's say he had no access to an AR-15, if this was his intent, he could have just as easily walked into the school with a two-gallon gasoline can and a lighter or a box of matches. Put it under some stands. What? No, no. I mean, he, whatever he, you know, he could have, so many things he could have done, and he could have created... Tremendous carnage. You know, people would have been burned alive. Well, I mean, you see that with the Boston bombers. They made they made a bomb out of a, out of a pressure cooker. Pressure cooker. So, like, I mean, th th you can make you can fashion a weapon easily, and like, I I don't. There's here's the thing. Like, I I this 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 dude's a kid. He's a fucking kid. He's a whack job. He's a whack job of a kid. But he's a kid. Well, and right. it's it's hard not to have like some sympathy for that. I have you, none. You, 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 you did something none. absolutely disgusting. But well, you told kid. me that he uh, you you saw it. I, I didn't see this, but his family situation was yeah. He's bad. he's a he's an orphan for yeah. one, and then in addition to that, his the, his adopted parents. His father had a heart attack. I don't remember how long ago, but like a couple years ago. And in November, his mother died of the flu. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I, I I see. I hate. To use those types of things to mitigate any of uh, his rationale. I, I don't want to. I don't mean to mitigate it in any way, Dante. But I'm just saying, like, like there, the perspective. You have to have some perspective here. He he did something heinous. What he did was absolutely disgusting. He killed 17 people. But he's a he's a 19 year old kid who's fucked up in the head. And like to me, I look at that and I'm like, you know what? Like, they're all kids. Every one of them. All right. But let's look at the failures. What? what okay. He was fucked up in the head. Yeah. And. There were tr not only tremendous warning signs. He was he was expelled from that school. He's, he told a everyone online he was going to be told a, a people he was going to do shooter. this. Uh, he he on and on. It wasn't like the FBI called occasion. us home like nineteen times. Previous. No, no, it was no, no. no I believe they did. And no, they just no. Didn't, let, didn't me, answer. let me clarify. The the Broward Sheriff's Office, I believe, uh, made contact with the like, supposedly they got like thirty calls, twenty to thirty calls. And they constantly, you know, tried to do their thing. But here's the big problem. The FBI was notified. It was reported right. to them twice. And um, both times they failed, completely failed. One time they said, 
Oh, we can't figure out, you know, where, who he you is. know, where the, who he is. I don't know. How, I don't know who he is. He's using his real name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. You're the FBI. Yeah. But it, 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 the, the second time it was called in was like in January. And they never got the call to the Miami field office. So this ball was completely dropped by them twice. Now, that's. The, those are big failures. So I agree. All right. The other, in my opinion, the other huge failure falls on the back of the Broward County School Board because they are responsible. See, they run the whole show. Okay. All the schools. They determine, in other words, okay, they have a contract with uh, the Broward Sheriff's Office for them to police their school. So they have a resource officer who is there present every day. And uh, the 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 thing about uh, what they but the, but the Broward Sheriff's Office cannot decide. Well, let's do all of these extra security features. They're, they're not contracted for that. Right. So it's if the school board had determined that listen, we have valuable assets in these children that are in these buildings. We better have the same kind of security as they have in airports or in a courthouse. The, it, Put a metal detector or make it so that you cannot enter in any of these entrances, you know, uh, willy nilly, which is what happened here. But make it so that you cannot have someone who doesn't belong there. And this guy was a bad guy. He was not he had no business being at that school. And he entered during the course of the school day. And my understanding from what I was told and I've spoken to a few people that are in law enforcement, right? And w and I was told that he came to one of the side doors, and he was banging on the glass, and another student who was, like, I guess not in class let him in the door. Oh. And that he went into the bathroom. Well, I mean, I can tell you firsthand, this is <laughs> another high school just a few miles from that one right. that I was at probably six months ago for a thing. Right. Um, and I was with a group of people, and we walked in, and, I mean, it wasn't, like, <laughs> there were well, people I mean, there checking never, me at the door. Yeah, you, know you, mean? Never, like, you I, never thought of, like, high schools you as, never like, think high of security it. zones. But, like, like, the thing, too, is, like, I don't know much about, like, the politics involving that type of security measure, but I'd imagine that it's kind of heavy. Like, it, it that, sounds that's expensive. And, and you're talking about, you're talking about, you're, we're talking about Park, well, we're also talking about Parkland, where a lot of these... Like the risk factor for something bad happening at a school right. like that is probably really low compared well, to other high schools. Uh, the, and a lot of the, the parents may not really want to have like metal. Right. Well, that whole that the whole, thing that people don't you know. know about Parkland is that Parkland in Florida is regarded as like the best school district. Oh yeah, and everyone moves there for the schools. So like that that's a part I think that's lost in all this discussion is that the the, the like the weird thing about this is that Parkland is where people go to go to school. That's where the parents care the most. Well, also, uh, the majority of the students, you know, and the families, there's right. a large percentage, let's put it that way, that are uh, very well off, and et cetera. And people would assume that because it's kind of a wealthy area that it's going to be kind of like uh, Ozzie and Harriet or, yeah. or, or, you know, whatever. But the, the reality is uh, it happens to have... An unusual uh, uh, drug problem that's within the school. Maybe partly because of the fact that well, the kids Florida, can afford so. it. They can afford it. <laughs> well, it's, it's Florida. I think every high, like all high schools have drug problems. Oh, no, no. Like, I, I get I it. Mean, like, you I mean, I, I can tell you of a private school that I went to that 
I didn't have a drug problem, but like, I mean, well, like, I but, mean but, but you have kids who well, have, not like, you not have like money, your drug but, problem. They, but they have access to money. So like, right. That's very, what I mean. It, well, that, and that's, and honestly, like when you're, when you live in like these middle, upper middle class, you know, that just the availability, you know, people, you know, and Peterson, like right. the boredom of people. And like, once you all your needs are met and they don't really have much of a, like a goal or, or, or. Mm-hmm. Their lives are kind of. It's just. It's you know. It's definitely more. It, I, it, it's so just. It's, it's just as much there. It would be anywhere else. So, so you mentioned yeah. something. Josh. It's expensive. Uh, it's expensive that's, what, that's what like I want to point out. You're like you're you talked about expensive, right? So I, I actually mention, and and again, here's my vision, uh, and and I'm not uh, I'm not a security expert, as in somebody who would build these things out, but even I could come up with something. That would be very effective. I mean, I've gone into stores, whether it's a, uh, a a gun store or a pawn shop or a jewelry store or what have you, and you walk in and you're going through a gate and now you're in the box and you cannot keep that door open and reach the inner door at the same time. You know, it's just a, a physical security without a right. guard there. But, you know, you have more valuable assets in that school than you do in a jewelry store. But but um, the... I made the suggestion to uh, the t- a teacher who was there, and I said, why not, you know, why can't we have physical security like the metal detectors or whatever, a few things that I described. Immediately, it was uh, re- rejected based on budget and costs and all right. that sort of thing. All right, the next day, the same people are all in agreement that to the tune of $30 million, they need to tear down the one building that most of the carnage happened in. Tear it down, $30 million, no problem. It's, it's just not a, now it's not a budget problem. Tear it down and build a whole brand well, new building. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. That's, that's absolutely stupid. And there's but still no security at $30 million. Here's my question. Like, why isn't there like a, a, I don't know, like a, a big box that you can fit all the students into that's made of like metal that can't be pierced and like the instant that someone hears, uh, you know, gunshots, everyone just proceeds into there like in a tornado warning. Like a Faraday thing. cage. Yeah, why don't they do that kind of <laughs> shit? That would be awesome. Well, you know, I mean, some of this thing that you're talking about is not necessarily far-fetched, but there are a lot, a lot of physical methods that can be done that... Oh, and here's another big problem. Now, I don't know if this is entirely true or not, but I'll, I'll tell you what I do know from what has been told to me by law enforcement, right? And then something was mentioned by a person who has ties to law enforcement who she is... Uh, uh, she's. I think she's going to go to the what do you call it, the academy or something. Okay. All right. So it's very close in the two. So there is an officer, you know, that's assigned to the school. That's a BSO person. Every department, I- everywhere, responded to this. Right. So it didn't have to be only BSO. Every police department was on this. Uh, in fact, the guy got away. The guy got away. He snuck out with a bunch of students. He, he was, walked out right with the students. He was gone for an hour. Yeah. Right, he went, and he to, went to Subway and, and he McDonald's. Went to Subway, McDonald's. He, he was, was ha- really hungry, I guess. Well, he was hanging out with all the kids and acting like like yeah. nothing ever happened. And he and he and he went out even with a bunch of teachers. How and did stuff. they find him, by the way? Okay, a Coconut Creek police officer went into the area. He doesn't even know this neighborhood of the streets, or whatever. And he he spotted a guy that just kind of let me question this guy. He, he was like a, a mile away from the school, about an hour later. 
And, you know, whatever it was, lo and behold, he turns out, he, he f- figured out it was the kid. And then they arrested him. That seems so <laughs> far-fetched to me. Well, he was wearing like a... See, of all the conspiracies that you should believe, like that one that one really blows me away. I would think that it would be like... Um, I, I guess, I mean, maybe it's weird to see like a loner kid like going around right after like the school's been shot up who should, you know, is of the age, it should be in school. I don't know. But it would seem to me... That, like, I don't know, they were tracing his credit card spending or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. None no, of that? None of that. But, but, but here's the bad part that, that I was going to tell you about. Um, and, again, I, I heard this from a, a law enforcement person. He could have just gotten away. They, there well, were several departments. They probably would have figured it out eventually. But. There were several departments that arrived at the school and wanted to get in to deal with this active shooter. And they couldn't get in. Why? Because the uh, they call it like a uh, code red resource. Uh, uh, I don't know a SRO, like a school resource officer, the one that's assigned. Yeah, that was the BSO guy. He was nowhere to be found. They couldn't find him, and he had the keys. So none of the other lo- uh, police, uh, you know, uh, departments could get into the school. They didn't have the keys, so they started smashing windows to get into the school. To try Where'd you hear this? From uh, someone in law enforcement. That's nuts. So, again, you know, it's only the, the, the validity is only as good as whatever it turns out to be. But the other story that, you know, came back to me from this person who might even have closer ties uh, because she's going right. to this academy or, or about to or whatever. But she's like, you know, uh, she te- or he. teamed up. She or he, right? I mean, I mean, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, gender neutral right. in my descriptions. Yeah. But what was said was um, that the officer, the uh, what do you, the resource officer, was there, and this all started, and he locked himself into his office. No way. That's what. Again, this is not substantiated. What have? But this was a lot more. You know, and first that, that if that's true, that, locked that'd himself be crazy. into the office, and uh, and, and he had again, the key. I don't know and what he had the I, I don't know what else he's well, supposed he to was do. Waiting. Right? Well, he was waiting, I guess, for backup, which also tells me if, if that is the case, you, and you have a shooter, you know, who's using a long gun and all that's going on, maybe the resource officer, maybe does he carry a gun? A, I don't know. Maybe they do in the school, but if he does, he probably only has a pistol, and. That would mean that he's under-equipped to, to deal with, deal the guy, with the guy yeah. who's maybe shooting from long, long distance down a hallway. You know, he's probably not going to ma- be able to make that shot with a pistol. He would need to be armed with, you know, with a long gun as well. Um, so anyway, that that. Now, what about putting like uh, <laughs> guns inside of like those cases, just like we have, uh, you know, like fire, fire extinguishers? You mean like break the glass? Yeah, just like a break the glass kind of gun thing. And you, you, the you, incident's you, broken. The whole school goes into like whoop whoop. You You'd know? have to have one of those rings uh, that that you know that, that holds your tokens. Special to like smash, you yeah, exactly, like an a, Ethereum a smart contract uh, access token. <laughs> oh god! And only you can <laughs> smash the glass yeah. and, and all. And then you That's have smart. We need, a, we need a smart contract. And, and for you need smart guns so that you know it, it knows you know your fingerprints unless you're unless your hands. I, I would wet. just I would just think you could, <laughs> but I would like just think that you could, you could discreetly hide guns around the school, not in like glass cases, but like in. You know, uh, big boxes <laughs> that you can't see into, just in case, like that. Only you know that police officers actually would have a key for. Um, There's you know, no reason like that. for that. Really, you, you you just have p- 
people. And by the way, you could. Use I don't. I, I literally military. know nothing about this like fucking tactic shit. All I know well, is that like it seems to me that there's like a lot of things that could be done at the like in school level. Well, to, they do it in Israel, this, right? They do it in Israel. They have people that are highly trained, and they are all armed. Uh, none of the kids are really seeing an armed person walk because they're they're doing it, you know, discreetly, and there's nothing to stop. That kind of, you know, you could have that kind of security on the premise. You could even have a, a certain number of volunteers, I'm sure, that would, would do it. Ex-military would do it. I mean, there's a lot of people that are really highly trained that could do this, you know, kind of a job. I mean, some of it might have to be paid for. You know, you have volunteer fire departments still. Can we, so, can we go into, like, the reason this happened in the first place? Yeah, I would like yeah. to. Because it gets to, like, the whole, the whole, like, well, we're talking about, like, how to prevent this, which is hard. But... Like, like somebody did this. Like yeah. a kid did this, and it goes to like, like how did, how, how does, how do these things happen when I, they? I do? keep wondering, you know, because like here, here's the thing. Like this is, I, I think one of the most telling things about these items, is that there is like, th- there is a gender gap, between students who, um, do this and students who don't. Right? It's always men, always boys. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's a pretty good stereotype. So, stereotype. so I mean, like. Like, where's the equality? Mm. And by that, I mean, like, why the fuck is it that boys are doing this? Okay, what do you, what do you, what, well, what's I don't your know. I mean, like, to me, to me, like, this whole discussion that, like, Jordan Peterson will regularly talk about, like, these, like, uh, um, the, like, the crisis of masculinity and stuff like that. I mean, that, that seems to me, like, you look at this, a lot of this, a lot of this so same, this, like, the, the rise in, like, sort of the gun violence in schools seems uh, among among like this vulnerable like young population seems to have like risen at the same time that a lot of this like sort of intersectional stuff uh really started to take rise like from the 90s on right like like this sort of like depowerment of men and that really is very strange it might be a perfect storm of of more than that yeah right? I'm, I'm sure i'm sure there's like lots and lots of reasons but to me like i i wonder what it is that makes a kid like feel so lonely and so like so terrible that he needs to go into a school and like shoot his friends. Well, what happens is you have a a young male who is probably at the bottom of whatever hierarchy is instituted in, in a social so, bottom of the totem pole. Bottom of the totem pole, and that's usually like even even women. Like if you think of like who would like I don't I don't think many girls are at the bottom of a, a totem pole like that because even like the most unattractive like fat. I, I, I hate to describe it that way, <laughs> but they tend to have they tend, they tend to be in friends <laughs> and social circles. The Disgusting males, the males Sean. tend to be more ostracized and more like, uh, um, you know, if he's getting teased or if he doesn't have any friends, uh, very isolated. Uh, maybe he has, you know, there's there's people he, you know, people uh, friends of his are dating. He's not. Uh, he's rejected generally by these people. Uh, this type of person has a, a shitty uh, home life. I. He, Seems like he really didn't have a parent to turn to. Well, the so mother kind had of a problem. It's a, it's a person who him. just feels like, you know, and if he got expelled too because he was on this path downwards, that means that now it's like, well, he has no future, maybe, or in his head he thinks that. I, I so don't, he's I don't he's even know that. I just like think that like there's like, like more ki- like to to me the 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 rock bottom that you have to hit in order to think that this is a thing that you ought to do is like there's so much complication in your life. Everything seems completely hopeless. And like this, this act just doesn't matter. Well, I mean, so, so sometimes though, the old expression, you know, sometimes a banana is just a banana. It's just that obvious, right? The kid, uh, I, I don't really want to throw that much sympathy onto this 
per- I mean, again, I, I think he's mentally, you know, uh, he's got mental problems or emotional course, problems yeah, or whatever no it is. It doesn't yeah. make him not responsible for what he did, number one. So I don't want to talk about the mental or emotional issues to the extent that suddenly, you know, he he becomes a uh, candidate for like uh, disc or uh, you know, uh, insanity kind of a, a plea or anything like that. It's too late, I think. Anyway, the uh, his attorney was saying, "Oh, he's remorseful and he's this and he's that. so." Basically, that's like pretty much out the window. Do you think so? Well, I kind of do, and they're also um, trying to they're trying to get a plea, they're trying to make a plea like he'll plead guilty <sighs> if. He doesn't get the death penalty. If, so if I were on the other side of that, I'd be like, uh, "Why would we?" Like, <laughs> that's, that's that is like ridiculous. No, that is no, that is <laughs> the response. We're so going to go right through the trial. We'll just show the videos of the kids screaming in the rooms. Then we'll let the jury decide. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I think that's been the response by the prosecutor. And yeah, if I were the prosecutor, I'd be like, "Fuck no!" This I've never had more of a slam dunk in my life. Yeah, and and not only that. Here's the thing that nobody realizes, and this I don't know if this is good or bad, but Florida's got fucking sunshine laws. So everyone's going to watch this trial. Okay. Like it's everyone's going to relive this thing I feel like for like the next like 4 months. Well, why you know they were protesting last night. Who is they? Uh I don't know who they are like are they teachers, are they parents, are they whatever. You know, but like a there was like the very first small group of quote-unquote activists and they're all holding signs and they're blocking traffic a little bit. You know, uh, right off the highway and one of the main main roads they, in that vicinity. What are they protesting? Uh, well, guns, I bet. Guns, probably. <laughs> yeah, guns. I mean, you yeah. couldn't read. Their signs were really shitty. Nobody could read what they said. They were just, you know, mm. but you kind of got the gist of what they were protesting. It's, it's again, it's a problem. You can't have the alternative view. Like, it is such a dangerous. Like, if you were to go out there and stand next to them and protest, um, you know, the other side of the issue, like, you'll oh, be yeah. summarily, like, just violenced. Right, yeah. right, well, right. Emo- it's too close. Emotions are high. Well, it's no, but it's funny that you're allowed to have one position when emotions are high, but not the other. Exactly. Right? That, that's such a that's such a weird, like People, it, that's the, the problem with moralization of issues. Um, well, but, you know, it's 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 people that aren't exactly uh, clearly rational at the moment. Um, yeah, it's just how it kind of. Oh, I, I agree. Down. I, I yeah. agree. I just think it's just really interesting. Like one one set of issues is like you're allowed to argue for one side, the other side you're not. Like it's just it's th- that's the problem with moralization of these issues. Is that like when when it comes down to it, you you like it is a problem when you're not allowed to have the other opinion. Like a huge problem. Let me make an observation and see what you guys think about this. Uh, this is not a popular observation, mm. uh, meaning. You know, a lot of people will object to this observation, and I think rightfully so, but let me throw it out. Um, when you're training a pilot, be, I mean, whether it's in the Air Force, whether it's for an airline, whatever it is, what is the method that is used for training a pilot to take off and especially land the plane? What do they use? Uh, well, they have to, uh, you know, the land and take off, land and take off thing. Touch well, goes. The biggest tool, yeah. the biggest tool that they have to make a pilot become experienced before they crash a dozen planes is they put them into a simulator, and they make this stuff real as shit. I mean, you know, you're 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 landing a plane in this like really good, you know, a high graphic simulator, and this is the thing that makes it real for a, a pilot or somebody in the air for whatever it is this is a teaching method for them to do that and they do it over and over and over so 
what we have in, in, in at the same time as what you're talking about, you know, the perfect, and I'm saying the perfect storm, is we also have all of these kids, some of them have defects, and they are training themselves in the simulators of these uh, heavy-duty graphic, you know, kill everything, kill every zombie, kill every person, kill every, sure. uh, y- you know, uh, what's the, the Grand Theft Auto? The, by the way... I, I played a lot of these games for a long time, and I know that s- some aspect of it, you almost, yeah, especially so when you're, you know, walking on the cliffs mm-hmm. and hanging, you know, Half-Life. And Just saying give kids guns? It's like, holy shit, you know, this stuff really, s- it starts to feel real, you know? Well, yeah, but what's, so what's the... Well, what I'm saying is, it, 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 it could very well be one of the, you asked the question earlier, why is all why are all of these things happening I, I think part of what you touched on in terms of it being societal and right. what those kind of uh environmental changes in the in the society but you also couple that with doing the same kind of training that we have pilots in flight school in terms of how to take off out of this out of that you know you're training these people you know you take somebody who has a deficiency and you give, put them in a scenario where they're basically training, where they're like first-person shooters, and you know, th- I, 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 don't, I, I don't know, Don. I, mean, I don't I, think there's I any evidence I mean, for it. I'm not I, saying it's the cause. I'm, I'm just saying, does it? Do you think it would contribute, or it would do nothing? Pro- probably make some good shots. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't you, think that. Have I don't you fired a gun in your life? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't see a lot of like realistic. Yeah, I, I also don't. I, I also don't think first-person shooters and actually firing. Right, like I, I also think that people. there's like a, a, a deep, uh, there's a deep chasm between like shooting a computer character and like shooting a person. And I think anybody for you, but for <sighs> for a person who has uh, who's, who's mentally disturbed, it, it may not have that same effect. Is all I'm saying. I, I don't know. Uh, I, well, I, I'm not trying to blame. I think, I think the claim is unfalsifiable, so it, like I can't speak uh, to it. No, I understand. I don't and, know what the science is. I'm on also it. not making. I'm, I'm also not going to turn around and say this is to blame, mm-hmm. and this therefore needs to uh, go away any more than the instrument, uh, whether it's a gas can and a lighter or right. a truck or uh, you know or or any kind of a weapon. The bottom line is the person should have been stopped just like at the airport in TSA or you know at, at the uh, in a courthouse he never should have been able to enter the building yeah. if they were in a safe box or if if the classrooms themselves were you know effectively safe boxes and the building was a safe box where the guy can't get in so and, and then maybe the FBI following up right. on leads would be nice so I mean, know? okay. So th- I mean, th- this is j- just to not not to belabor it, but like th- that is our sort of like just so everyone knows, like that is where we were. <laughs> we mm-hmm. are not far from this thing. So very close, too um, close. You know, and it, yeah, too fucking close. And it was just awful because like there are people that, um, you know, were connected to that know people that died there. It is it it it, it is just devastatingly like bad community wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that we generally get too sentimental about stuff, but this one was pretty bad. Um, so anyhow. Um, on to happier things mm-hmm. and more interesting hilarity. Oh. Um, have you seen this one, Dante? The Arizona bar filed disciplinary action over a fake Bitcoin talk poster uh, named in court cases. So they were they were having people. I think what it was is they were having people basically uh, like call them scammers on Bitcoin talk, and then they were filing. Uh, well, you read it, Sean. Well, so essentially, they there are postings 
by anonymous people on certain forums. Right. And the I guess whoever the attorneys were representing wanted those comments removed. So they fabricated a fake identity and would sue them and to, to for so that they could create somebody to sue and they brought that to the court who would look at that and go okay this person is on the other side <laughs> they do are they are okay with those comments being removed or something and then they or were they, able they to they use what they, they, on the they other use side injunction yeah. from the court to, to get it removed on Bitcoin Talk. To get it removed from Bitcoin yeah. Talk. Yeah. Right. So they would they would sue themselves or they would send themselves a like cease and desist letter, mm -hmm. and then they would themselves say that I am that person and I am okay with this being removed. Right. And then they would get it removed from Bitcoin Talk because they, because what they got from the court allowed them to go to Bitcoin Talk and get the or whatever side it was so and, get, uh, and get the <laughs> thing removed. What, uh, what are they are they trolling the court or yeah yeah, yeah essentially yeah. So, so these attorneys like got arrested for it. Because it's oh. court fraud. You're frauding the court. I didn't know that was a thing. Court yeah. fraud. Court fraud. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, you know, court fraud. You know, court yeah, it was fraud. Bitcoin talk. You know what court? You, can I give you a definition of court fraud? I, I don't want to get into the whole topic, but you know, you have the FISC, uh, you know, the FISA courts, and that I think is going to turn out to be found that uh, that was court fraud. What, there. What is FISC? Uh, it, it's the. Um, uh, what FISA is, uh, let's see, foreign. No, but what's FISC? It, it, the, the C stands for court. It's almost okay. like people used to say. Uh, I, I, I don't. Nick, I don't think there's a chance a that Dante, because like they're they're like the, the, the FISA courts were established by like an executive order, I think. And no, 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 nothing wrong with the courts being there. Yeah, I'm saying that the court was defrauded to go ahead and open up the investigations against. The uh, Trump campaign oh. and all that. I, I yeah. will. We'll see. Yeah. I, I think that it's so hard to get shit like through well, when they, it comes to like they use this fake dossier yeah. as the basis. It's almost just I, like I have been reading a lot about that. that so you're talking like, about. We'll, we'll get case. to that in a little bit. But like right. I have been reading a little bit about that. Like that. That does that. It, the the questions that this is raising are very odd. So like we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But like this right. this one here. So this was brought. This was actually. Uh, uh, discussed on and discovered i think by a guy named eugene volok um who runs a blog called the volok conspiracy and it's it's just it was it's one of the funniest stories i've ever read <laughs> somebody so needs to send him uh the pepe card the conspirator conspirator you can you can do that i don't have it yeah we'll get I one can't send any Dante, they're only a few hundred bucks yeah well you know all right I'd rather keep it in uh but yeah, this Bitcoin. this corn right. Yeah, you can do that. This, <laughs> this makes me very happy. I like this was this was one of those like really funny little cases. Um, I wonder how many they did. How many different cases? Yeah, that how many they times? How many posts they got removed? Um, but it's it's absolutely fucking funny as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great Bitcoin scam. Well, I, you know, I, I I have so much sympathy for the scammer lawyers. Who uh, were found? Uh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's 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 so they had such a bad upbringing and you know it's right. terrible. Also, Russia's mining Bitcoin. Do you hear that? I heard about that. <laughs> it's about time. So apparently, scientists were using, uh, like they got they got caught because they they connected whatever they were using to the internet. Yeah. But they had one of the <laughs> world's top supercomputers at this nuclear yeah. facility. And the scientists themselves were hooked it up to start mining. I love it. It's um, so funny. Well, I'm seeing there's so much of this. There's so many of these articles that are like popping up about like the the cryptocurrency miners and ads and like cryptocurrency miners being found on like all types of devices. Right. Like, you know, we, we, we always hear about like the ransomware shit and we hear right. about like all well, these devices again, getting ransomware. Now they're getting like, it's not ransomware, but they're getting like 
like either intentionally or unintentionally hack, fabricate, whatever. We had to, this to get set up to mine. We like, had this like, discussion a long time ago. So like this, this is what's funny. Everyone talks about like machine hard algorithms for like these cryptocurrencies, and very simply. Um, you know, the, the response has been the reason that those algorithms are, are really bad is because all you're doing is basically paying to become a botnet. You, like yeah. those, yeah, yeah. if it's quote unquote ASIC resistance, then like all your, all your, your, your alternative is to have a botnet mine. Right. And so that's what's happening. You're seeing, you're seeing the rise of the botnet. And they're mining Monar Monero. Monero in particular. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's uh you know, it's, it's memory heavy or whatever they, the fuck they say. But like. It, these that that is what you're asking for in an ASIC resistant currency is like a botnet. Oh, and I read something. I don't know what it, where it was. Insecure Windows you computers. Had, you had people just I forget the name of the website with the. You, but anyway, you could set the software up on your own website, and when people go to access something like content, you say okay. Uh, you click here. You're agreeing that w during the time you're accessing this, I mean, th th we will th be mining. That's, that's as fucking old as time, though. You know that. No, right? no. Well, I mean, where, where they would be using your GPU yeah, yeah. or CPU. Oldest time. They, like so. Yeah. That was that was the thing that was done. I think back in like 2012. Right, but but then it went to uh, ASICs, and you couldn't do it anymore. But now you can do it with something like Monero. That's yeah. uh, it's so that's shitty though, because like you're just using like you're using like JavaScript to do it, and yeah. like it's. It's it's very weird because like you're not gonna you're not gonna make money doing that. Like I saw Salon was asking people to do it as an experiment. Like it, it, people don't get it. Like ads are the solution to uh, to internet content, right? They just are. Like th that's a great solution. Good ads people actually really like um, because you get advertised to in a way that like oh I'm I'm literally about to go buy sugar. Here's a coupon for sugar. Great. Okay. Th like that's that's like a mutual sort of symbiotic ad relationship that you have whereas like you know that's like these these leechers that don't fucking let ads be shown to them you mean like ad blocker people yeah yeah i'm one i know you are i don't get I, it i use an ad block but you know it's what it's a fucking it's it's fucking like but even though i use an ad blocker there are a certain amount of things that you could maybe call ads or some other kind of content that will still you know make it through i, I guess it's just not using the kind of uh, technology that these ads are using where it's just going off to a third party. I guess if they're local to that, you know, that website, somehow you, you do see some stuff, well, they, they but would, still they, blocking they would, other they would, stuff. They would find that you're blocking ads and they would give you probably just an image. I don't know what, yeah, I, I'm not sure what they're doing, but it is a better experience, though, you know, with an ad blocker. I mean, I, I hear you. Uh, I'm, you know, I understand the argument on both sides, but... A lot of these sites, they, they kind of take advantage of that. If they were a little bit more reasonable in terms of how much they're going to serve up to you, you might not be so inclined nah, to dude, block it's, it. It's so, it's but so you get buried in this shit. It's so weird because like the, the reason they bury you in it is because like a lot of people block it and they have to figure out how to pay for content. So like the better thing to do for them, I mean, I think that the, the internet needs to move towards more reasonable ads. That's what Google did this week with like their release of uh, the Chromes and like the CBA stuff. The Coalition for Better Ads. Oh, I, um, tell me about that because I'm well, not they, they're just, with they, they just have like rules for how like ads, uh, what ads will be blocked and what ads won't be blocked, you know, stuff like that. So like they have the Coalition for Better Ads. Uh, hopefully that does something. Um, but like a lot of the, a lot of these companies, a lot of these like websites have had to like increase the number of ads that they show because 15% of the Internet's ad blocking. Is that like IAB, what you're describing, that new organization uh, for C ads? CBA. Right, no, but IAB is... I, I don't know what IAB is. Uh, I, I do know I've heard Internet of IAB. Internet Advertising like, Bureau oh, that's right. or something. They, they used to set a lot of the standards and, you know, what have you. 
Do you remember how like W three mm-hmm. used to do that for you know the code and and all that? So so yeah, I mean like I just I just think that I, in in my world like ad blocking software is you know now it's getting built into things like Chrome, but they're they're building it in so that like hopefully ads become more reasonable in the way that like you know Google eventually took care of spam in in your your email. Right, 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 right. So that's, I mean, that's that's the goal. I think that's the solution to it. I, I think that ad blockers are really difficult to deal with because uh, you you need a way to pay for content. And no, I agree. And you're not I, helping with that. I would be. I, I tell you, I would be happy to uh, turn off my ad blocker if I didn't feel like you know I was getting you, you know hit with ads in like a really. Uh, well, one of the one of the things that way, one of the know? things you can't do with like uh, the CBA is have uh, you know videos run at full volume, or have them or have them start automatically like we see all the time while we're starting automatically is fine. It's just starting at full volume that's the problem. Like like start it automatically, no biggie. Yeah. Just just don't well, don't start it at like until they find a way to kind of stop that habit from happening. What do you mean? Might be the case in the future. What do you mean? Um. Well, I mean, you're allowed to do that right now because we get hit with that every time we open up an article. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get the feeling that's not going to... Well, that's what I'm saying. CBA's banning that. Like yeah. They're saying that if you do that, they will not. They, they will block your ad. Like, native to Chrome. Chrome okay, will right. natively block so, the ads. So the browser, in and of itself, is a form of an ad blocker. It's just that it's it's not going to be as... Uh, you know, rigid or whatever. It'll be rigid to its standard. Well, the, yeah, what's know? going on is they're, they're they're defining a standard set of ads yeah. that they that they are willing to show you. And if those if ads fall outside of the standard, they're they're going to block them. No, and, it and see good. that seems like a really reasonable way to go. So like I I'll give that a try. Right. Um, I I'm excited for that. But yeah, th- this Russian thing is amazing because like they they are actually they're advertising or they're uh they're mining at what one petaflop is that make it the twelfth most powerful mine a uh, Bitcoin mine in the world. Well, that's the only stat we have about the on the computer. Right. And that was in 2012, but it's still a significant. Is amount. it itself the, the most powerful miner? Is that what's going on there? It may have, it might be. That's amazing. I I, I I I like seeing governments get involved. It, it like validates the Bitcoin experiment. You know, but you would think <laughs> this is a nuclear. It's also it's also the nuclear facility where yeah. the first their first uh, like atom bomb was. Oh, blown. so there's a, right. so there's a mystery there too. It's a, it's an important facility for them. So, but so with this being a nuclear facility, and you know, with all of the uranium that they got, you know, based on the deal <laughs> from Hillary. Do you think Hillary you Clinton is, think is, 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 is funding their mining I, I operation? I think she's involved with the yeah, mining I, thing. I'm sure that's uh, true. Definitely, definitely. Uh, did, you, did you see that Western Union confirmed their involvement with, with Ripple this week? Did that, you, was, did, that was well, amazing. I, I can't believe that they're... It, what, the, the story was like the, the least resounding endorsement I've ever read. Well, it was very like, we're testing it, but... It, we haven't found it useful for anything yet. Yeah, that was that was like my impression. But like it was uh, testing doesn't mean shit. Like they there's probably twenty things they're testing right now, and of course one of them, and it's a good thing to test. But that doesn't mean they're going to do it. Did you, did you see that. what I tweeted? Uh, I was like, at Western Union, like uh, let me know when you find out Ripple doesn't settle. Yeah, <laughs> it's very true though. Like yeah. I mean, we've we've talked about this numerous times. Numerous times, Ripple doesn't settle. So like they're going to find that it doesn't fix any of their problems. Right. Well, you, do you think they will? Well, we'll see. I, I, I don't. Th- I think. Rip- I think that I Western mean, like Union is a perfectly reasonable organization. I don't think they're going to like run headlong into this thing and not not right. discover that. But like, so Ripple loves to pump these types of things because it looks good for them, and this, and they get the Western Union people to say and, you know, be part of these articles where it's like, yeah, we are testing it, but like, is Western Union eventually going to come and be like, yeah, this definitely does not do what we thought it was going to do right and like it's going to look bad for ripple maybe 
Yeah, um, but it, in order for them to do that, they'd have to admit that they made a mistake in ju- you know they had a. Uh, so they'll say like we this is not the best this isn't the best like oh. solution for for what we're. Well, yeah. I, I still or, say like if Ripple or, is if or, Ripple or is reasonable, then then Lightning Network's even more reasonable. Well, or they just like decide, oh yeah, we are going to use Ripple, but they're not really going to use Ripple. So it's kind of like right. Yeah, we 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 are using the technology, but we're using it over there on that you know. That, that that laptop over there is. I, is I gotta say, I mean, like, here's uh, yeah. the thing: remittance companies have like really unique problems, and I I don't I, I don't envy their position at all. The reason that they would test alternative routes to banks is because a lot of people want to take banks away from them. They they pose a huge risk to the the banking infrastructure, and like the government's always asking the question: What would happen if if like uh, Western Union or Uniteller didn't have banks? Always, and that would that that would be the position that the government would love to see: is these these companies not have banks? So like, what do they do? They have to they have to be trying different ways to like manage settlement, manage back a house all the time, right? Yeah, because they're they're always at risk. But like this is uh, I mean Ripple's not going <laughs> to solve that problem for them. Do you remember early on when like. Western, like somebody asked the Western Union CEO about Bitcoin, and he like laughed it off. Oh this yeah, was years ago, everyone <laughs> was like, "Oh, that's so funny. That's gonna be one of the first things that Bitcoin eats up." And then all these remittance companies that were popping up that were like, "We're gonna use Bitcoin to do remittance." We're like, "Yeah, we're having a lot. Like, this is a, a big. This is a harder fucking problem." We thought. Oh yeah. And it like it seems a lot like really like Western Union going nowhere. Well, I mean, what's funny is that Western. <laughs> I mean, I I said this a long time ago. Western, if, if Western Union wants to use Bitcoin, if if any company is poised to like revolutionize the the remittance world through like uh, through Bitcoin, then Western Union is the best positioned. If someone figures out how to do it, all they're going to do is buy them and or just implement the strategy their, themselves. So like if Ripple is effective at like basically exposing them for very short times to, you know, exchanges and then very quickly getting them back out, like they're just going to use Lightning Network. Right. Right. Well, sure. They could be the Lightning Network. Right. And I mean, there's there's a they're, they're just going to use Lightning Network with like a liquidity provider. Right. Like right. it'll just be I don't think they will. I mean, they hosting a, a hosting a Lightning Network node is incidental to the problem. If I were Western Union, uh, or you know, in charge somehow operating the company, I would be all over having them explore how they could, you know, fit Bitcoin or Lightning Network into their organization. Well, well, but I wouldn't be. Ta- what's funny I to wouldn't me? Be talking about it until you know, you might do float a trial right. balloon. What's about funny Ripple, to me? What's like funny to me, Dante, is that like Western Union could essentially remit in Bitcoin in other countries rather than remitting remitting in the local currency, and it would remove for them the, um, the, the like numerous problems. They wouldn't have to like float. Uh, as much currency anymore, they would just right. hand off the Bitcoin to the final destination and force the like the last mile problem is 100% solved. Then all they have to do then is like give it to the person, be like, "Here's your Bitcoin," and the other the, like the person they give it to is like, "I don't know what to do with this." Like, well, that's your problem. Right. Figure they're, it out. It's like they're bumping up against forex right. right now. Well, they don't have to worry about it now. Right, like, right, right. Like, but with, now like, what they've been because Bitcoin is the it's it's the uh, like global sort of the global like medium of exchange if if you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, I mean, like they could be just remitting in Bitcoin, right. which would be very interesting. And uh, they could like make a Western Union wallet so that these people keep it all on the Western Union exchange, just like like what Coinbase does. Um, but it would solve a lot of their like weird currency, like needing like currency exposure problems. And they've got all of the licensing in place to do it everywhere. Of course, yeah, I they mean, could. You know, right? They're an MSB. Yeah, it's 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 amazing that like I, I just so look I just look there. at what they could do. Like the instant they they're going to try Ripple, I'm sure they're trying like Bitcoin. I'm sure they're trying a bunch of things. And I think what they're going to discover is that they could just absolutely, at the other end, just remit Bitcoin. I don't think that they need to be remitting like dollars on the other end. 
They're smart. Look at all the free publicity that we've just given them. Well, yeah. And, and more than that, by the way, is like they don't necessarily have to even hold the Bitcoin at all. They, they, they literally could just have someone here send Bitcoin um, through their system on the other end. And they're, they're like a, a valid licensed MSB all over the world. Right. So like in that way, it might reduce uh, fees in, you know, corridor to corridor. You know, or in, in each of these corridors. But I, I think the I think sort of the, the big problem for a lot of these guys is that they're like on the other side trying to remit in like the local currency. Whereas y- you don't need to do that with Bitcoin anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be tough to do so what they're doing, what they've been doing. Right. Ethereum. Like so Vitalik. Uh, Vitalik's been pretty active on Twitter lately. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few things he's been like uh, tweeting out that are kind of funny. Um What's going on here, though? So, like, they, like right now, they're trying to come up with a proposal for how to give money back to people that have lost it on the chain, right? Well, <laughs> so that, that there is a proposal on the table for that, uh, and I think it's like a, they have they've when, EIPs, when and not how. BIPs. Yeah, and apparently, because uh, I talked tweeted something out, and then Peter Todd tweeted this out, which pointed everybody towards this, was that one of the EIP editors resigned um, with because of worries of like the legal consequences right. of approving an ETH bailout if it was to happen. Right. So there's an EIP on the table and it has like a high number, which tells you a lot about like their EIPs. Um, it's like like three, five hundred or oh, something. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would establish some type of framework or something in place for the future if there ever needs to be like, oh, we lost $10 million. How do we get our <laughs> coins back? And well, a lot of like, like if you go to like our Ethereum, there's people like, oh, like everybody hates this. No one's going to do this. This would destroy Ethereum. Yeah, there are there are what looks like a number of people that are like in favor of it. Um, obviously, well, I mean, I think and that that's thesis, gonna in, and that'll probably increase over the time. The thesis too, originally like was that the DAO would destroy Ethereum, and I think we're slowly watching that. Like the DAO, the uh, the like pervading sort of ethos <sighs> of Ethereum is is the DAO is is the sort of ethos that the DAO, uh, you know gave them it's the like notion that you can return money if it's stolen we can uh we can sort of like you know sur- what do they say surgically remove surgically right <laughs> well surgically surgically give money back and vitalik says that those instances should be extremely rare and putting a framework in place yeah when vitalik loses money right when yeah. vitalik loses money or his right. friends lose money but yeah. the fact that you did that in the first place now establishes some type of precedent for maybe we should have like an actual right. process in place for if and how and when we would we would do something like that, and the amount of hacks that are gonna ha- keep happening, the smart contracts you're gonna get, you're, the amount of people in favor of that happening is building up, and the amount of people that are against that right now are longtime Ethereum holders. They're they're probably gonna be less of them over time. Like you can, w- even if it's ninety ten percent, that ten percent is gonna get bigger and right. bigger and bigger. Did so like this is just a funny like yeah, th- it comes from the DAO. It comes from what happened there. Like you 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 compromise the idea of your immutability once and it's like it's tainted forever well i mean we found out who was in charge of it vitalik buterin's in charge of the ethereum immutability project Mm -hmm. eip yeah did vitalik just read the henry paulson book which one the one you know where he talked about how we did all the bailouts and uh you know in in 2008 oh no i don't know did he he's he's doing bailouts no no he wrote that whole book about how i i think i have the first name correct right henry paulson uh, I mean, uh, Hank Paulson. Hank, yeah, I Hank, think, Hank uh, yeah, Henry yeah, yeah. Paulson. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, he justified all of his bank bailout sort of thing. So Henry, yeah, it's Henry. Henry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't read the Henry Paulson. I need to read that book. The Henry Paulson book is supposed to be pretty good. I can't believe I read that. Did oh you actually on, on the brink? Oh my God! Know what I, it is I, on the brink? 
I don't know. I don't remember the title. I mean, I, I read it like right after he came out with it. And I don't even know why. It was just like I wanted to peer into like, what were you thinking? You know? Did you know that Ruja Ignatova was arrested, Dante? Yes, in Germany. <laughs> right? That picture's I didn't even know I didn't even know this, but apparently it happened back in November. Yeah. How how did how did every like everybody Everyone forgot, missed it? Everybody, everybody missed this, fucking like, missed it. By a huge mile. I don't know. So, arrested in Germany back in November. Do you know how I found it they by the way? This, how? I, I was Googling something about one coin and, and like in the article it was like, um, since Ru oh, because it was they were saying BitConnect might be connected to OneCoin, right? Um, and what it says is like since since Ruja's arrest, um, you know, OneCoin has been far less active. And I was like, wait, what? Ruja yeah. was arrested, right? <laughs> like right. How do we, I, I guess everybody got caught up in all the price and yeah. BitConnect that we forgot about our old, our favorite, yeah. <laughs> which which by the way is getting memed everywhere. Oh yeah, that's okay. great. I love that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, uh, but because because they were trying to do a, a, a not real. Fake real ICO. Yeah, something. when did that happen? That didn't uh, happen, right? It never happened because I like the, the comments here. Pray Lord be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently they announced that, and I think we we talked about it on the show, and then like no one ever heard anything from them for a while, and like their internal people went silent, and then she got arrested. So it sounded like ever since they made that announcement, like I don't know, I, well, no, I don't really know all the details. But so here's the thing: I, I, you ask why we didn't hear about it. Like this whole one coin group. They were being really uh, litigious, you know. They would go. I don't know if they sued Bits Online, could the, who had done a whole article, you know, expose about OneCoin, uh, or, or was it some publication that one of the principals were involved with previously? I can't recall. It might have been Bits Online. They weren't being litigious. They were just sending out letters. I mean, they they sent letters to everybody. Well, there was so like, well, no, I, I I think they they this was done in a way where they really had to. Answer to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they did that just to, to so many people. They sent right. so many people these so, letters. So like, so they stifled a lot of um, behind MLM is, is is where we've been getting all over OneCoin news. So like behind MLM has been phenomenal, and they announced it back in November, and everyone in Bitcoin just missed it. And right, then remember, right. Temptations was like uh, doing. Um, a bunch of like you know Emma, like uh, one coin news as well. They did a great I, job this behind. MLM. Yeah, they've, they've, they've for all done it for all the MLM stuff. This yeah. is so this is a great blog by the way. Behind MLM is a is a blog run by a bunch of like guys who are in the skeptics movement. Right, right, right. And I love it because like all they do is go through MLMs and just like expose them, like expose the people <laughs> they for who they are, the what scammers. they are. Well, yeah. it's more like just showing you who like this 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 guy is running this MLM. He was behind this MLM before, and then this one, and then this one, and then this one. This is his eighth MLM. Like they're just they're just phenomenal. I, I love the blog. It's one of the best blogs. And what's funny about it is I think they basically do it as a cus you know a service because like honestly there aren't that many people that are like you know looking for this. Mm. No, they do a good job. They've uh, been doing it for a while. They do a lot of it investigative reporting. Yeah, they really do. I mean, like it's it's really good. I, I like what they do. Um, I remember when we did the uh, remember going yeah. to the one coin event. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that was great. I mean uh -huh. that we got like what's funny to me is that like of all the death threats we've ever gotten that was that was like that that was the one time that I actually got death threats. <laughs> no, you don't think uh, the flea market uh, guy, uh, you know, the with the teeth. That has nothing to do with one coin. So like no, the, the I one know, coin but guy. The death threats. I'm oh no, he didn't. He didn't give me death threats. That guy was just more like he kept calling me uh -huh. and asking me when like the video would be edited. Um, but like the death threats were the guy that like the the <laughs> one video. coin guy. Oh yeah, the fucking one. Go he kept calling like "fuck you, die." <laughs> like, okay, dude. Like, <laughs> that's fucking weird. <laughs> I I have a collect. I, I know I who you are. Yeah, I I still have the you know that sheet of paper that they handed out. Oh yeah, I still have it. 
It's all folded. Like it was in my back pocket and stuff. The other time I got but death threats. Character. The other time I got death threats is when uh, twenty one uh, revealed my identity. Oh, and they doxed yeah, you. They yeah. doxed me. Yeah, I got no, a bunch of death threats that week. Wh- when was that? Oh man, uh, months ago. So oh. there were a bunch of people like that were signing up for twenty one uh, as Junseth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and, yeah. They, and all of us got banned. So like you know, it it backfired. The the Junseth Decentralized Identity Program. Oh, um, so who sad. Who like, could I have predicted? Right. That. Yeah. Me. <laughs> 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 um, it'll get weird when someone robs a bank in the name of Junseth, though. That that'll be real. That'll get real sticky. Well, that was smart of you, though, because yeah. you were just trying to give yourself plausible deniability. Right. I, just, I didn't you know do it. I mean? Junseth did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Man, so. oh man. Um, but yeah, like I I I am so I I have I am wondering when. The uh, the one coin apologies are going to come out because like I think that the Economist has a lot to answer for. The Economist had one coin sponsor like an en- enormous uh, event in Europe. Um, I mean, who else? Like, there's there's oh, so oh, many well, Ink well, magazine. Well, I she, think wrote Ruzha, one coin stuff. Ruja was originally uh, she was a member of uh, was it McKinsey? Oh, McKinsey. So McKinsey absolutely. I, yeah. I I contacted a partner in 2016 at McKinsey. Uh, telling them about Ruja, trying to figure like someone who worked closely with Ruja, uh, and she was using McKinsey as a, a way to like promote um, her own credibility. So like I think McKinsey should have said something. Uh, th- right. There's a lot of people to blame here in this. I think that what a lot of people really like dropped the ball. What about that magazine? What was it? They 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 bought they they took the magazine and then they republished was it, it with her on the corner uh, a cover. Right. Uh, Bulgaria could have been. Forbes. Bulgarian, like Bulgarian Forbes, Bul- but they they white labeled They white labeled it, you know. No, they didn't. So, like, what happens is that they they uh, when you buy an advertisement, sometimes you can get like a special cover of the magazine, and you can buy a certain number of that to show off that you like bought the advertisement in the magazine. So, right, like, you can white label it basically. It's a, it's okay. a service. Does that, that mean that offer. every single edition of no, I no, mean, only every, the every ones that you bu- right. buy for promotional right. purposes? So if they if they were to put out five hundred thousand copies, but you only paid for a hundred thousand, you're gonna have a different cover on your hundred thousand than the other four hundred. Correct. But okay. I, I here's the thing: it's a service that these like a lot of these magazines offer, so they do it in order to let you promote it. Right. So right, like right. I think that that's extremely disingenuous in itself. Big time. Big time. <laughs> that's a terrible right. That's like the publication being a scammer. Yeah, well, I think that's I think that's the big problem. Like, I think well, they're 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 those revenue models that they've traditionally have are, are depleting over time, right? Yeah, like, well, yeah. I don't know. So now, so they probably like get more vulnerable to being scammy because of like right. that's just how they they have to find new avenues. Yeah, I think yeah. I think, but I do I do have a big problem with like the the Economist has completely whitewashed their affiliation with OneCoin. Which is very weird. You can't find any evidence anymore on the site, as far as I can see. But like that's that's been like the Economist's relationship with like any Bitcoin news. Like they did that. They did that like report on Factum a couple of years ago in the Honduras project. Remember that? Where's yeah. the Honduras project? Well, didn't they finish it? Yeah. No. Did they? No, <laughs> I don't think really? so. Oh my god. Yeah. What a surprise. Is yeah. anyone <laughs> surprised? You know, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. There's so many people that lately, recently, they're, they they. Because they don't know about it. They never right. heard of it, right? And they're like, I want to do a project where they can do land titles and this and that. Right. And, well, you know, do tokens instead of... And, and they don't have the history. They haven't heard all of the d- debate, debunking it, not. and et cetera. And it's, it's so tiresome to try and, 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 you know, explain it without coming across like you're just trying to be 
a dick, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But And then they get all insulted because, you know, you told them that their child was Look ugly at this. Okay, Silicon Angle. There's a there's an article here. Vermont City tra- launches pilot blockchain to track real estate transfers. In it, they said, um, Factum Inc.'s now defunct project with the government of Honduras in 2015 was the first, uh, one of the first attempts to apply blockchain technology to land registry. Now defunct. Now defunct. So uh, apparently it's defunct. Well, at least they have that. Oh, it stalls to the politics of Honduras. Oh, that was from 2015. That's that. No, it stalled because it was a stupid idea, Paul. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> the whole pro- the whole like, hey, it's yeah. just a stupid thing. They like, they, but 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 what's funny? Like, but no, you're right. Like in the land shit. Yeah, like, yeah, it's coming back. I see. Like, like of course, because you have like a lot of like real estate people are very like like. They, they don't have to... They spend five minutes learning about blockchain and they're going to be like all over this shit because it's like, oh, oh I can yeah. blockchain all the real estate with the land and oh yeah no idea how it works. And it's just a very vulnerable... Uh, of all of the stupid use cases for blockchain among the millions, uh, yeah I feel like that one just kind of perpetual... Like, that one's just very prevalent in... Well, I mean, like... like, there's, yeah, a lot, like there's a lot of people that... There's a lot of real estate agents and real estate people, especially in South Florida, that I feel like like jump onto that type of thing. Right. Versus like some type of other concept that people don't know a lot about, you know? Right. Well, I mean that's the thing. Like, there's a couple of perpetual, like returning, returning perpetual machines, uh, in in blockchain. One of them is the Honduras, <laughs> like the uh, the fucking Honduras project. One is IoT. That's always going to be a thing. It's the perpetual um, motion of perpetual it is, motion. It machines. is. It's a perpetual. It's a perpetual perpetual motion machine. So yeah. like, <laughs> no, but one is like the land registry shit. Everyone wants to do that on a blockchain for God knows what reason. No one here knows anything about I land know registries. Why? I why? Know. Okay. So if you buy my house, and, and you pay me. A million dollars. Not happening. I've no seen way. your house. Uh, well, just kidding. Just just kidding. <laughs> you pay me a million. Pay me nine hundred and uh, uh, nine hundred fifty. I'll give 000. you. I'll give you tree fitty for your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ain't happening. Uh, but if you buy my house, uh, you know, for that amount, whatever amount, yeah. I will give you in turn. Uh, I get my phone. Yeah. And I'll give you a token. There's only one. Yeah. One of a kind. Yeah. This token is only for representing this house. I like I like, the, I the, like the idea of like 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 uh, you know uh the man he had a token that represented the ownership of his house and and it was a 4 million dollar house and a guy followed him all the way to Acapulco when he was on vacation and stole his phone and thus his house. house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 what, what if you see the token and it's divisible so I can sell you like a tenth of my house. Of course. And you have that guy over there that took it. And he lives in my room because he owns a, he owns part of the token. Right. Yeah, but what are you, well, you come back like get out of my room? <laughs> like, I have the token, bro. Yeah. It's a bear asset. The, the only problem that I'm thinking, and, and maybe you can work around it. The only problem that I'm seeing, w- when you have that token, when you go to the insurance company to get homeowners insurance, can you ha- you know you can show them that you have that the token at your address, sign a message, and you can say, hey, I I have the deed. This is my token deed. Right. And they'll issue you a an insurance policy, right? Yes. And, and and if you wanted to get, let's say, a mortgage, you know, after the fact, you want a mortgage, you know, a small amount, thirty percent of the house, you can go to the bank and say, hey, here's my deed, right? Right. All right. That's so it's all problem solved. What's What's funny to me is that all of these articles about like the the Factum Honduras scandal and like they're they're saying they're chalking it up to like the government that that was all that the reason that anybody knows of that. That it was defunct at all is because of my conversation with Paul in the counterparty Skype. Remember uh, that? Yeah, but didn't you call the oh, government? Yeah. Didn't you call? Hon- I called yeah, Honduras this and asked, but this is like when you actually no, no, no. This them. is before this. Oh, okay. I, I, I had a, a conversation in Skype with Paul. I was like, Paul, I bet you don't even have like, like a contract or anything. He's like, we don't. 
And this was like eight months after they'd announced the project, and mm. I've been calling bullshit on it. And then like I'm like, Paul, like I bet you don't have even like this, this, or this lined up. And he's like, No, we don't yet. And like that was that was news. That was like new. Like everyone, right, like I, right, I released right. that on Reddit. And then all of a sudden, like CoinDesk did an article. Everybody did an article about like the defunct like Honduras project, right? Like this was after like the Economist had written about it, and like it was just it, it's so fucking easy to smell. Like they didn't have a project. There was right. nothing. And then Factum, I called the journalist who like worked on the Factum story for Reuters. That was all about the like the whole Honduras thing. And Factum said that she had like reported the story improperly, that she hadn't like gone through it. And oh, I, I talked yeah. to her about it. I was like, well, Factum's telling me that you're the one that like reported this improperly. And she's like, no, like they called me like they they contacted me about it. Right. right. So like that, that was an enormous, giant poop hole. Oh, that they got a shit ton of press on. Congratulations, David Johnston. You pulled the wool over everybody's eyes, and you made a lot of money. They I, I, I have to like give him a high five for that, because no matter how much I screamed about it, now they're going to go down in history as having a project that's defunct, not because it was a bad idea, but because of the politics of Honduras, which is funny, because that was the point. The entire reason you need a shitty blockchain database to manage your land registry is because it was supposed to supersede politics. Fucking idiots. Yeah, but the, right. <laughs> That's what's so funny. Like, oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be what, like, because a simple question that I would always ask them was, like, what do you do when a dictator comes in and says, fuck your blockchain? And the answer was, like, well, that'll be great because then when the dictator's taken out of power, you, you know who owns what. That's the best part of the blockchain. Like, no, fuck that. The dictator's just going to, like, come and kill you. And he's going to take your land, and that's that. So here we have a, an ironic project where, like, the reason they got into it was to uh, circumvent government. But, like, now, <laughs> instead of circumventing government, government shut it down because, like, government was hard to work with. So, like, you know what? <laughs> I get it. Like, that's the problem that these, like, blockchain land registries are going to solve. Go do it in Somalia. Do it there because the government of Somalia is much easier to work with than the government of Honduras. Well, if not and government, who's going to enforce the validity of this token representing that piece of real estate? Well, deed? well, Dante, welcome to How being you gonna enforce welcome it? to being not a libertarian retard because that is <laughs> that is the question that I've been asking for years. <laughs> yeah, I mean somebody's got right. to enforce it. Uh, you know, unless you have your own. Uh, you know, private. Uh, well, in, in <laughs> Somalia, you can, in the Somalia, the beauty of Somalia is that you don't like you can shop governments, right? You can go pirate to pirate and say, like, which one of you want to help me run my my, my land registry? Because apparently in order to get the land registry done, you have to have the, the help of government. Yeah, which is they, ironic the, the and pi hilarious. The pirates. Right. So just go to just go to Somalia. You have like thousands of governments you can pick from, some of which steal boats and need to register them on a blockchain. <laughs> some of which will like just like let you little plunder other people's land. But since, you know, uh, it's they're the first to use the blockchain, it'll be their land. Um I mean it's a new it's a new paradigm. Thank you, Factum. Congratulations for proving <laughs> all of the points that were made about your idiotic <laughs> project. And congratulations on using that to raise like six round A's. Yeah, of funding, a bunch of funding. Yeah, for your and, and issuing a token. Oh, and issuing a token. That, yeah, that may or may not have be you know up and down occasionally. Right, which probably yeah. I mean, oh, they made money. Die. Oh yeah, they made money. So that was their goal. Yeah, so they did. That's they did, they yeah. did a good job. Yeah, I mean that was that was always the goal. Yeah, well, I mean that's kind of the goal of a lot of these things, of course. Right. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. Plus, these are, these are the same ones that you know they all had. They had Factum, they had Bitcoin, they had Ethereum, so everything went up within the last couple of years, and they're all gone because they have made their money and they're 
you know, they're sitting right. They, sitting well, cozy. You get paid in advance. What's his face you know? is on his unicycle now, running around or unicycling around? <laughs> right. right, Paul Snow. <laughs> yeah, Paul Snow. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. Like, I think the story needs to be told about these things, and I think that it's like I think that there are a bunch of really big giant scandals, and I think that that's one of them. I think the Factum Honduras thing. That I think that the Economist is complicit. I think that a lot of these uh, organizations could have known. And what's funny to me is that like a lot of the a lot of the critiques of, of this stuff, whether it's like the fact that like an ASIC resistant uh, uh, algorithm is going to lead to botnets, um, whether it's the fact that like you need governments in order to like you know perform land registry. The other crit- critique of the the factor project is that like this is shittier than a database, right? It's shittier than a database. So like you don't go from like not having a blockchain to suddenly having like a land registry on a blockchain. Um, because for some reason that government can't use a database, right? That doesn't work. That's not <laughs> right. How that, like, it's so dumb. <laughs> like, wait. like, why? Like, but like, no. so, so wait. Why aren't they just using a database? Well, they're corrupt. Yeah. Okay, but like, so they're gonna they're gonna instead use a blockchain, which is just essentially a bad database, and uh, and they're gonna do that because they're corrupt. No, but they're yeah. not doing it for that. They're, these are the places where they have stacks and stacks and stacks of books with the pages falling out. That have all of the property, you know, the titles. Yeah, that's, that's what that's this fixes. Yeah. yeah, So you go into a room; it's all dusty. Right. All these, like, you know, dusty right. books, like kind of. And like then you have Paul Snow scan in each document. <laughs> yeah. For for every single person in the country. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, Paul Snow virtualizes the records. Yeah. Right, right. I, I really like the idea, like Paul Snow, like feeding it. Like, there's so many goddamn papers. <laughs> right. You just hash all the books. He's a brother HL. You know, like scan did, every copy, s- sending transactions via right, fax, like, like Gutenberg. Right. <laughs> you hash the whole library, right? So, that's so that, right. That's, I'm that's just the other hash thing. The like, room. The, the notion that was the other question is like, factum doesn't hold anything; it just does hashes. Yeah. So, like, where were the data? Where was the data going to live? It's in the room, right? It's, it's in the book. It's still going to be in there. You know which, <laughs> right? Like, it's just going to go into a database. All they're going to do is now hash the database, right? Merkelize the database. It's so fucking funny. And like that's the thing. Like so there here's here's a report I'm seeing it. Vermont City launches pilot blockchain plot project to track real estate transfers. This was on the 23rd of January. Like these little these little cities are doing these really stupid things and I think it's really funny cuz they're going to hamstring themselves and it's going to get really stupid really quick because I guarantee you that like the way that that probably happened was some like sixteen year old's like dad <laughs> is in office and he's like my son knows a lot about blockchain and his son like is like I can put your records on a on a blockchain that's what Factum did and so like now they have the sixteen year old working on their blockchain and he's gonna give them a MongoDB or like whatever the fuck he's gonna give them and it's just gonna be a database exactly as they have now yeah and it's gonna be hilarious <laughs> and the city's gonna have to run a miner and it's gonna be really really funny that's our blockchain. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just uh, it turtles all the way down. Oh, it's very it's it's very very funny to me. Like I mean, like but like these cities that do these projects, I think it's also like th- they don't like ever they finish them. I don't think they even like. I, I get the feeling that like these guys that like sign off on this don't really care if it gets done or not, or if like people actually use it. It's more like look at us, like we're we're innovative, right? So it's a, it's a very it's a, it's signaling like it just it's cities trying to be you know. Because like these guys have not, you know, they 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 have to add some spice into what they do to kind of show that they're on top of tech. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mean, because they're they're just using the buzzwords. Right. Um, uh, the what's 
anything happened with the Delaware thing? They were, you know, the state of Delaware was going to... Oh, we talked about that last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, Delaware's done. By the way, uh, I forgot about this. We didn't mention this, but Symbiont did have some type of agreement or doing something with Vanguard, which was the yeah, other I project saw that. they had That's on the books. <laughs> and it seems like they, they're still very, like, we're going strong. Yeah, we'll but see. The De- it was the Delaware thing that fell the, apart. Right, the Delaware thing fell apart. I think that the Vanguard thing will fall apart soon. Um, all of these projects are really dumb. So, like... Uh, we're just going to, I mean, like, you know, as well as I do, we're going to see them pop up, disappear, pop up, disappear. And there's going to be like the like the next like here's the thing. Like, I feel like I could really like uh, make a lot of like, hey, uh, just announcing that we are not going to ever use blockchain. Like, oh, yeah. Just like I, I feel like a corporation should do yeah. that. We will <laughs> not be using blockchain ever, ever, <laughs> ever. It and, is and not their, and their stock will go up. Right. No, I, I think that they won't go up. I think they're just going to like end up on like the other side of like Fox News. We've been doing extensive blockchain testing, and we will we, never We have found that, that blockchain is a terrible idea for yeah. us to use. We will not be using it, um, except maybe someday to accept payments on Bitcoin. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so have you seen this uh, Coinbase transaction issue? Yeah, this one blows this is, my mind. This is kind of ongoing. Yeah. And over the last 24 hours, it's been back and forth as to whose fault it was. But essentially, people's Coinbase accounts are getting trend. Like, if they this made a goes, transaction this goes recently, to Dante's, this goes to Dante's point. Well, but it's, is, it's yeah, funny to sure me. It sure does. Well, no, it doesn't, Dante, because I, I think that you think your thesis. Well, they can get it back. No, they, thesis, I didn't say they couldn't get it back. Your thesis was that if, if they allowed uh, Coinbase to register in their account, they wouldn't be able to get this money back. I didn't say they couldn't get it back. I mean, it would be. If a, they logged it in. It would be a tremendous. I think it would be a tremendous inconvenience for the person A. And then. I also think that depending on which bank and whatever the circumstances are, I, I don't know the terms of service of every single bank uh, where it, it's like, hey, w- w- you know, by using this login and this password, you are obligated but to reasonably safeguard it in such a way that but this is happening blah, blah, blah. I think this is also happening to ACHers also. Uh, well, no, this, no, no. So I don't know that this is exactly the yeah. same thing we were talking about. What's happening, it seems like people were getting double-charged and they were blaming it on Coinbase. The Coinbase was double charging them, but may it seems like perhaps Visa uh, was doing the double charge. I have a feeling that it was Coinbase. So oh, okay. Well, I, I don't. On. I don't think there's a chance it was Visa. So at first it looked like it was Coinbase, and then there was a statement from Coinbase, WorldPay, and Visa saying that it wasn't Coinbase's fault. Okay. And then there were some things that suggest maybe it was, and then Visa. I think the last thing that I saw was today. Was Visa saying? Um, or actually, it's the t- it's this TechCrunch article okay. that Visa Visa did apparently confirm that Coinbase was not at fault. Okay, it's it, it, odd. It's kind of it's not very clear. Like I I just don't see a lot of clarity on. I like mean, like, have exactly. you ever had that happen to you? Because like that would be it, it's very funny to me that well, it happens. Well, all in the transactions are getting reversed, so yeah. it's not like of course losing money here, but. It's kind of up in the air as to how... Well, I think that the, the bigger problem is that Coinbase was kind of like, eh, fuck it, for like a few days. They really didn't seem to like like be helping people quickly. Maybe. I, I mean, well, I, the, the I story think a lot of people were upset this week and angry because it wasn't yeah. it started happening. People were like, what the fuck's going on? Right. And everyone always complains about Coinbase's support. I don't, I don't know a lot about that, but... I it's you know, slow, but it, like it is what it is. Like Coinbase, I mean, I mean, it's, it's slow. It, it's a company that you know is. What do you what do you do when you have like four million users on board in like three days? And yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh, okay, guys, they, yeah, like they, they <laughs> deal with the support tickets as they come in as best you can. Right, like they have to. Like I, I bet that's just a weird company that's gone through like weird periods of growth where it happens so quickly that like they have to. I, I don't know. Like there's just 
Coinbase is a weird company. It's a difficult one to, to run. They just need to um, hire some more people like Charlie Lee. To, uh, yeah. Help. <laughs> um, but I don't know exactly who it is. But also, too, like, when you're actually... Because a lot of these other scams have been claiming they're part of, like, the Visa network or whatever, or they have, right. like, a Visa card. Um, and Visa, like, has been pretty quick to be like, no, you're like you're not on a network. Like, we're not associated with you. But when you actually are part of that network and you're kind of, like, a risky startup like Coinbase... Um, does like Visa just like be like, yeah, we'll take the blame for it? Like, well, I don't know. Is that part of the relationship I don't, benefit? I don't, like, see, I, don't, I, don't I don't see that that is, I, I'm like, if it's Visa's fault, it's Visa's fault. They would have like, you know. But they're not even saying it's, like they're saying it's not Coinbase's fault versus But if like, it's not Coinbase's fault, then, then like, is the, it? Yeah. right, whoever's it is, like they're, I mean, I'm sure they're insured for this. So, um, but that that's, that's remarkable because like, it's not like it's ever happened to you before. You ever had like huge withdrawals like that, like from another institution? No, like very few people have. So like that that's remarkable to me. Um so it must have just been what, the people that were using what debit cards? I think it was like credit and debit. Yeah. And so uh, that's even that's even uh another step removed from the ACH or logging in. What was the thing that was uh, they were trying to figure out whether it was Coinbase's fault or oh or, or uh, um, uh overstock. That's what it was. Rem- you know, when when the uh there was a big, a big problem oh, the Bitcoin where people cash were getting yeah, yeah. Re- refunds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that was Overstock's fault pretty clearly. I think that right, was like because right. they they built their own like integration with Coinbase. But that's that's a weird thing. Like when you have like all of these like you know disparate currencies, disparate whatever it is, you got to develop for all of them. Like because because Coinbase opened up to Bitcoin Cash, that had weird problems. Yeah. Yeah, it had weird consequences for people down line that had like developed for Coinbase. Um, and hadn't thought about like the fact that these like you know uh, weird like problems would occur, right? And well, <laughs> it's it just so it's a lot of like every time you accept the new thing, like you don't know what type of weird vectors will, will happen. And like you just right, and like you just said, like the one with Overstock was right. because of the Bitcoin Cash of right. supporting it, but it wasn't it, it was it, it 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 was in a way that you couldn't really foresee. And it's hard to really you know analyze those vectors. Like, remember when Cripsy got hacked years yeah, ago because they accepted right. some like some that, bogus that well, put a Trojan in their uh, right. in their fucking coin. So you have like you have risks like that, but like who else? Like you don't know the vectors that are opened up when you right when you, when you take on new new risk like that. I, I heard that light like like coin. Speaking to Charlie Lee, Litecoin Cash, Cash is like thing. is this yeah. It's well, just a well, scam, though, isn't it? Like, of course. But I think it's funny, just by the way. Bitcoin, we can also fork Litecoin. Right. Of, of Charlie Lee calling a fork of Litecoin a, a scam. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> it's it's really, so ironic. It's hilarious. Because I find it so <laughs> fucking ironic. Why is this a scam, Charlie? Explain, yeah. please. Yeah. Why is Litecoin, which is identical to Bitcoin in almost every single way, not a scam? Right. Like, you, is it because you did it? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> isn't, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> what, like, what what ironic. makes what makes this a scam? Because like, I agree with you. Yeah. Bit- Litecoin Cash is a scam. Um, but like, why, 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 why is this different than Litecoin? Like right. what makes this different, Charlie? Yeah. <laughs> so kind of like when they make those, uh, knockoffs in China of something that's patented here in the U S you know, and then they're like, Oh, they're, they're really selling out. Oh, they crazy. do like the Mickey mouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, it, it would be like them complaining that somebody knocked off their knockoff. Yeah. It, it very much is it, like, I, he's, he's warning people not to like fall for it. Like Charlie. Like you got some real like right. we have the hypocr- official knockoff. He does. I don't even know why Charlie's like announcing it. He doesn't even own any Litecoin anymore, so it's fine. Yeah. Right. Well. He <laughs> sold all his. Yeah. And then it and then it sank. Yeah. <laughs> well, it pumped now. It's back up again because people were thinking that this is going to increase the value of the of, of the Litecoin. Right. That's the thing. Like you want if you want your if you want your Bitcoin to go up, announce that a fork is happening imminently. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's how you do that. Well, now, but see, that's the funny thing, too, because we could talk about all the Bitcoin forks, which, is, you know, there's still Bitcoin forks happening. But now, like, all the all, all these cryptocurrencies are going to have forks. Like, it's just it's just constant fork forking of everything. Right. Everywhere. Is James L. Tushar a scammer? Uh, I think, I don't know. I, I You know, I, I haven't watched too many of these ads, but his ads are everywhere. Yeah, I see him all over. And he's very, like, I mean, he, he's, this is, okay. He's, he's been writing for, like, TechCrunch forever. I mean, I think he's on the Amazon board. He's, like, he's he's got, like, he's been around forever. And uh, he's always been, like, a tech writer. Um, but also, I think he's, like, a... 10x entrepreneur kind of guy. He's like one of those guys. Mm. Um, so I don't know much about him specifically other than the, like I've seen his face all over the last few years. Before Bitcoin too, I think. Um, and like he's recently just been on every fucking Bitcoin commercial I've ever seen. Right. Um, in addition to that, I mean like he's, I don't know, like I'm, I'm reading this. It's, it's, he's, he's taking a company, a company public, Bitzumi. Yeah. Apparently, he's ca- he, yeah, he's uh, planning to take it public. Um so he's going to, I guess, I don't know if that's his scam or if. So I, like I he's, he's taking a company public that has no earnings or anything. Right. Because it's just pretty much built around him being in Bitcoin and paying a lot of money for all those ads. Yeah. To tell everybody that he's a Bitcoin genius. And I guess I guess he also has a bunch of videos where he talks about Bitcoin. Yeah, he business. does. I mean, like he's he in my opinion, he's like he uh, is he just like an Andreas and Antonopoulos for new people. Like, I don't I don't think so. I think he's like uh, I think he's a lot different than that. I think Andreas. I mean, well, I wouldn't compare it in the sense that like this guy's like because Andreas has some legitimacy, but like his uh, yeah, other than his like SJW shit. Right. But this guy's completely not you know, but a lot of people I feel like are like coming in that have came in within the last two months, maybe have watched this guy's videos. Well, I, like he's he's adver- he's put a lot of money into the advertising here, so like I mean, it's funny to me because like I see him I see him on all these ads and I just laugh. He looks he looks hilarious. Let me see his face because I don't want to pull him up on my iPad. Um, it's this guy. This, this guy. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound from doesn't look familiar. I, at all. I've see, y- if you've watched YouTube in the last few months, I, I mm-hmm. I'm like I do don't time. miss out on this opportunity. Like I it's it's been like you know what it's my ad blocker that's why that's I don't probably see it. exactly yeah. true <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dante you yeah. miss a lot of Bitcoin culture not having yep, ads on that's right that's right <laughs> well I I just see the ads at the bottom of these articles that say like this Bitcoin genius thinks Bitcoin's going to a hundred thousand yeah and it's always it's, it's always, James Altucher it's always this El tu- guy El Tucher El Tucher so he's he's uh, yeah. Dude, he's he's a fucking asshole. Like I've seen so many fucking ads with him on it, and I don't want to. I don't want to see one more. Tell us I really what you really feel. He's a dick. <laughs> he's like, I fucking hate it. Like, and, and I I don't know what he knows, um, but I am surprised. Like I I've never heard of this company, Bitzuma. I don't I don't know what they do. My guess is that they haven't done anything, and it sounds like he's taking a public. Uh, ju- you know, it's 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 very like 1990s. Like we're just going public without any revenues, no earnings, nothing. Well, sounds promising. Right? Yeah. Well, well, Twitter. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, maybe he's uh I don't know. I have no idea what I don't have no idea what it's about. But it's uh you know, you get these guys that jump in here and go, Oh, like this is a new space where uh, he's been I in a while. A, I, I, I know he's been in a while. Like that's that's what's weird about it. Like I know he's been in like, quite a long time. Huh. But that's weird. Did you see that did you see that uh the Switzerland uh, has has issued guidelines, issued guidelines on I ICOs. I totally forgot to read about this though. So really, I have no idea what it says. Oh well, Marco Santori has an excellent tweet storm. They basically distinguish between three kinds of coins. Okay. Um, they have God, what is it? Uh, utility. Uh, I think money and like basically commodity 
uh, coin, right? Okay. So so in the aspect of like something useful, something that's a currency, and something that's like a, a commodity, something like that. Like so we can so we can distinguish ha- all the scams or, or yeah, like those are like the kinds of scams there. But I don't understand. Like I'm s- like, and 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 largely as I understand it, what it has to do with is like the intent of the creators. Oh, it, was this intended as a utility token? Was it intended as like a commodity token? Was it intended as you know well, whatever? Stupid. Oh yeah. Well, like. It's the Swiss, so, like, and this is. I mean, they they've kind of been a hotbed for all of this. Yeah. All these well, they've always been like. So like they had the first electronic trading uh, floor, I think. Right. So like, how significant Zurich is whatever they say? Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I I think that if if they're establishing regulation now, um, my guess is that regulation will start to carry over in other places. But like, do people look at them as like a model for regulation? Uh, because I get I get the feeling their regulations are going to be extremely like fast and loose, yeah. and like people are just gonna. You know. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I mean, the, uh, did you see the SEC? Uh, was it the CFTC uh, issued another statement this month though? Oh really? Um, just like this week about like pumps and dumps, basically. You, you mean the SEC? I, th- I think it was the CFTC. Might have could been. Be. I'm not yeah, sure which it could one. Be the but it was it was about like the pumps, the pumps and dumps. Huh. Um, in the space, just saying that like if you're doing cryptocurrency, you got to be like extremely careful. I saw something. I just don't remember which agency. I'm not sure that it matters. You know, uh, well, well I, what I'm saying is they all have. The question is, was it a three-letter agency or a four-letter agency? That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, everybody knows that three-letter agencies are far more. Uh, suspicious. Well, you know. They, yeah, they're, they're more suspicious. It's just like domains. A three-letter domain is worth a lot more than a four-letter domain. Right. But, I mean, like, I would, I, <laughs> I would, say, I would say if you want to, like, like, see more about this, Marco Santori does an amazing tweet storm. He like goes through it, explains uh, everything about it. Um, I was I was pretty happy about that, but like uh, you know, I well, at least he's still tweeting about this stuff. So yeah. at least you know something, right? <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, <laughs> I, I think that I think that the regulators need to understand that like there is an immense amount of money being captured right out of like right out of the shit that they say, like right out of the fact that they're not regulating this. Um, this needs to go away. Like a lot of the like ICO stuff needs to die down, and it has to like regulators have to do something. Otherwise, this is going to get bigger and bigger. Like the Telegram ICO just happened. Or they raised money for it to happen. Yeah. They raised like $800 million. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's going to be a one to like put money into because it's so big. Like, I don't, I don't, uh, who, who knows? Who fucking knows? But, like, but that's where all the Bitcoiners are. So that they, they have, if nothing else, like right. everyone's going to think that Telegram's like the next thing. Also, and isn't you, it a fucking Russian company? It's Pavel Durov. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know if it's well, a Russian company. It's a Russian. It's a Russian guy. Uh, so, so founder. So the guy that founded this, that founded Telegram, yeah. founded the Facebook, Facebook equivalency Russia, right? in Russia, but yeah. left Russia, right, and is not exactly under their um, rule. I know he. I, I think the guy lives in London. Just okay. Um, and is he a Russian would, citizen? I don't know if he still has citizenship or not. Although I don't know when it comes to kind of like, like Vitalik. Well. I remember t- hearing about him when it came to uh, what, did we, what were we talking about not that long ago, um, in regards to Russia, and then I, uh, there was this article about like, oh, oh, uh, interesting. So Russia actually yeah. seized his uh, his company. Yeah, they took his. Oh yeah, yeah, they took his Facebook company. His Facebook and then company. I think he. So like, I don't think he has a great relation. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it's bad or if it's just kind of like neutral at this point yeah i mean this is going to be i mean he's going to do this ico it's going to get weird. well you've probably noticed but and telegram tells you this but like when new people come on yeah that's definitely increased in the last like few weeks it really has by a significant amount so you have a lot of new people like there's there's always gonna be waves like so the next big wave like what's well, the thing like okay so have you, have you played this directly HK, market to everybody have you played this game with the hk like trivia thing 
Oh, HQ. HQ, that's yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So so I, I was talking to my family about it the other day. My, my sister, who's been like out of college now for like Have a year and a half, two years. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, Sorry. should I real quick? Uh, yeah, but I, uh, real quick, I, I was talking to okay. her, and she was saying that she had been doing HQ while in school. So she's like two years out of school now. And like, or like a year and a half out of school. I, I don't remember when she graduated. Like, I, she graduated last year, so like, she's, she's a year out of school now. I guess, I guess HQ's been like around for long? around for longer than a year. It must have been really small and just they it must just have been tiny. Recently. Right, that's what I think. I don't know what the fuck happened, but like, I've heard about it. I, I've been doing it. I don't know what it is. So, so explain it. It's an app that uh, every uh, at least once a day. Yeah, yeah. You'll, like if you have the app, you'll get a message, and it's okay. like, okay, time to. It's a live game show. A game S- show. Well, you answer like a video? trivia questions. Oh, like a video, Dante, yeah. It's li- like if, 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 if I got the notification now, I'd bring it up and show you, but it, it's yeah. only active at certain times of the day. Okay. Um, immediately, there's like a person who's, they're live streaming this person being like, hey, and here we are, we're at HQ. They're either like speeding things up, they're slowing things down, and there's occasional questions, and they start easy, but it was like 12 questions, and if you make it, if you get all 12 right... Um, only a few people are going to get all twelve questions right. Okay, and you get a proportion of whatever money is raised. So, so, so it's been happening since yeah. August, like the August of twenty seventeen. So she she has to be wrong. She's but wrong like, but it, like yeah. still, like that. Oh, it's trivia. It's oh, trivia. Yeah. yeah, it's trivia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's like, but, I have not heard of it. But the but but so I learned about this because I was at a Super Bowl thing, and all of these all the people that I was at this thing with were talking about this app, and they're like, oh, you have to do this app. Never heard of it before. They had two. They had the most people on during the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, and I was like, okay, so they because they've been, they're they're still kind of new. Everybody got together in the Super Bowl and they did it like right at like eight o'clock. I mean, I mean, Dante, this thing is but remarkable. Huge think, scaling think issues. They have of like, like two million people watching a video and sent wow. watching a video. Oh, yeah, yeah at the same time, but, but live the, streaming. But the video isn't the thing that they're having the issues with. It's it's the propagation and all of the questions and getting all of that in. I believe cause it because it has to be instant. Because the, yeah. but, but the people are there to keep everybody on the app because they're like having those issues. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. You can see, no, you yeah, can see it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's really. And it's just incredible. Yeah. HQ time. If you d- How HQ long app. have you guys been uh, using it? I barely I've, I've only used it maybe I, once I started or twice doing it I started doing it happened, this week and it's 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 an amazing like my my uh, what I'm amazed at is the scalability. Like they they have like 1 to 2 million people watching one thing. And I was thinking about it. Dante, they give What's that? I want to know what tech they're using because if they're if they if you if think it's like, like Erlang or something like that. Well, thing. because it, or it could be a story of like because like what's Erlang got really popular with uh with WhatsApp because like they Rust. they scaled stupidly yeah, they like, did. with very few engineers. So I'd like to know what the story is here because that might be interesting. But I mean, they, but so they're but yeah, they, they're Dante. They're they're showing like to two million people or you know million and a half people. Uh, basically, like they're going to give away twenty five hundred bucks for okay. like for like you know. Maybe two to two to five minutes of participation, but I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know what? Just an ads. If they had a rotating like banner ad, a programmatic ad showing on this thing, they'd be making like eighty thousand to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Maybe well, that's like, the game plan. Well, that, but that's what they're doing right now. Game. But yeah, they could. It's well, amazing. Sure. They just need to sell that that that, that airtime because, like, honestly, just have just have the announcers bring up the ad. No. Right. Just have them sell. Yeah, support. absolutely. What is like, your person I just, doing? But I just think about like how much money they could make just by like selling one ad. In that like five minute five minutes well, of work. I'm curious mm-hmm. with the person who there is talking. Literally just announcing how, and how, asking the questions. Okay, so how long are they on the air? About seven minutes? to seven to ten minutes. Okay. So, and what are they talking about? Like what are they saying to you? Are you guessing uh, stuff they're making, about they're the making content? jokes? They're 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 young they're younger, like a you know, good looking good looking people yeah. that yeah. And me. obviously just have some experience to be able to keep 
hey guys, well, you know, yeah, welcome yeah, to the show. Sucked oh, in, right? the questions about Fritos. Oh, Fritos are funny. You know, that's a funny chip. Haha, I remember eating food. Sean couldn't do it. I, that's I'm sure that's a, lot, a conclusion. I'm sure like. a lot of you are. T- yeah, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> failing right now. But there. And that was a corny question. They have a lot of issues too. Because Speaking get, of corn. I've been getting notifications at like, so if eight, at 8 o'clock they send it. 20 minutes later, I get a text that says, okay, we're back on. Right. Or a notification that says we're back on. Um, so are they asking you questions about stuff that they're doing right there no, no, in no, no, the no. show? No, no, random no, no, no. It's, not, it's not like that, Dante. It's a random trivia. The, the show is a trivia show. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're so, literally asking you questions. No, the reason I'm asking is I'm just kind of thinking. And it's out. time. You, you only have a few seconds to answer, so it has Correct. to be really quick. You don't have yeah. enough time to, like, Google it. It's, it's kind so, of remarkable. No, no, of course. Right. That would make the most sense. It, it, but so imagine now. If they are asking these trivia questions and the trivia questions are based on certain products, like product placement, and you're asking silly trivia questions about uh, certain, you know, sure, I, I, product, I could, I could absolutely trivia. see them do that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they could sell. Like, I've also, also said that it's, it's probably I'll also gonna like no, because like you could spin up a net like that automatically like takes whatever question they're at. I don't know. Like, the, the, they have to get. One of the problems we're probably having too is getting around people that are obviously gaming it, you know. Right. Because like all you have to do is, well, I don't know, dude. Like the other day they did one that was like fifteen thousand dollars or twenty five thousand bucks. They they started out with like one point three million, and I think like twelve people at the end got to split the money. Oh, okay. It was, so, it was amazing. So I see. So as you're losing, you're out. Oh yeah. 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 Well, now it's you're down you get to one, the number of one people. chance. So if I asked you the question, if I was uh, was on there and I said, what was the most Famous uh, tagline from uh, an Alka-Seltzer commercial. What would your answer be? I just want to know if you... Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief. No. Well, really, I think the biggest... I don't know why I popped them. No, but the biggest one would probably be, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. And, And that's like an example. They could... But still... That would be a great. I, I don't. I, of course, I mean, like they, they. There's very clear avenues to like. For uh, I'm just amazed by the, s- the size. Like it's it's obvious to me that like they could just sell ads. Like they could absolutely do that. They can sell right, ads. Right, right. And they could like they'll make just they're they're giving like twenty five hundred bucks away. They have two million people tuning in to try to like win twelve dollars, and uh, and very few people win it. And they do it every day for fun. Right. And it's it's like just twice a day. Well, it, it's it, like I'm sure that they have a whole group of people like putting these questions together. Yeah. Which I I like that a lot. That there's like a, a group of you know they have really decent questions. Um. But nice. like fuck yeah, like they they got to have a fairly minimal staff to run this thing. Wow, this is a great pump. I mean, are they gonna have an ICO? Because yeah, I, I want I, I, I want to so, right? get in on this. <laughs> but you think about it, like like they they could probably make one hundred sixty thousand dollars, two hundred thousand bucks a day just by showing ads. Oh, it's amazing. It's it's, it's just really remarkable. It's oh yeah. They they've got to have Probably. some decent technology, you know. Uh, well, that's to, a do, to that's do what this. Sean's wondering, and I'm I'm wondering the same because yeah. like I yeah. think that like the amount of people watching and like logging into the single stream. So you're saying that it's like the deliverability of it's, like the questions. You you would say yeah, like I, I and for people out there that are more technical than me, please chime in because I'm yeah. not. But I I think it's a concurrency issue, which is what like the Earl for example like for example Erlang was like a killer at because it was used in telecommunication. So it's kind of a I I think that's what. The issue would be there. Interesting. And that's cool. not... Oh, yeah, it is right. Never mind. Okay, so uh, 
Okay, so Peter Van Valkenburg. Wait a minute. Hold wait, on. I think you're I, you, you're doing. Oh fuck! Am I in another? I'm in another week. Yeah, you're in another. Thought <laughs> so, man. I'm How did like... I get fucked there? Okay. Uh, wow. Well. <laughs> Time machine. Time er, machine. Er, er, earlier, by the way, when I was when I was pulling your arm, it was because you oh, had I saw, your arm I was on the keyboard. Shit. I was deleting shit. You were deleting. The notes. I was like, well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not go that far. <laughs> so uh, speaking, but like still, Twitter. Morgan Rockwell has been like active. Do you know who Morgan Rockwell is? I think this guy's a crazy. Okay. This guy definitely seems like a crazy, and he is getting more. We just have to talk about this guy because, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's I it's funny to me because, like, we don't. He's he's a nobody, but he's worth talking about because, like, his shit's so funny. Well, so I I've seen this guy on Twitter for some time talking about Counterparty and doing like weird little things that are kind of weird and almost cringy. Like, oh, I like he was trading whatever his asset is. Uh, back and forth to himself, or if I sold to myself a thing for a million dollars and then I had a billion of them, I'm the richest. Like he'd be like, right, I'm the richest right, man in right, the world. Right. Look at me. Yeah, one like, sold um, for this and amount, and and they extrapolate and that's to fine. Total market cap. And he's just been around pumping, and you know he he has some project. I don't know. But then he tweeted out the other day that apparently on fr- uh, last Friday he was arrested by the Department of Homeland Security over a Bitcoin transaction he made in 2016. Oh man, um, which does seem like that did happen. And he may have been part of like a local. I think he. I think I read the tweet uh, stream that he had, and he said basically he was part of like a local Bitcoin transaction. And interesting. I don't know if he That's years and years and years. Wow. Well, yeah, it's about a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Or a little less than that, but. Uh, Apparently that's, that's like nearly that's two. Yeah, that's, that's so a, that's, that's and then and then like you found that video a surface of him on a panel and like he's been doing some interviews elsewhere. So I, I, okay, so this this he was in an interview with a woman and my favorite part of the interview is where she <laughs> I have oh, it queued man. up here. So it's all fluff, you know. And and also uh, there needs to be people represented from all walks of life yeah. th- that believe in Bitcoin. I mean. Again, I'm I'm an old person, and I was following it from 2008 when it was first launched. So um, <laughs> I believed in it. No, no, you 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 weren't. Oh my God, what is it with these people claiming that they've been in Bitcoin forever? And we have this every episode. I feel like only old people do that. They it, say they were. It seems you know, like I don't think so. It's been everybody. I've seen every <laughs> Tony Lane Casserole did it. Right. Uh, this woman, Pimo Theodore, did it. Um, there's lots and lots of people who are claiming they're in. And well, like last week, we talked about uh, the Symbiont uh, CIO or whatever she was. Oh, no, CEO. she was the CEO. Uh, CEO. Caitlin Long. Yeah. Yeah. She, she did it. She was in it for forever. For, for a while. Since forever. Yeah. It's it, well, they, people, they want to they want everybody to know that they've been they've been on top of they've been the on top of their game. Yeah. They, they're not new here. They've yeah. been they've been watching yeah. this and they're so they're it's, closely it's monitoring all of these things. Like yeah. I like I like particularly like I I'm, not, I'm seeing less men make the claim that they've been here forever. Although I'm sure it happens, because we, we've had that happen over the years. Lately, it's been all women making that claim, which oh. is very funny. Oh, did you see the Ellen DeGeneres thing? No. Where she, oh, yeah. She oh, was yeah, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, she, was, she was explaining Bitcoin. Right, so to she's explaining it. She's got a whole audience, and she mentions it, whatever it is. And the crowd goes absolutely crazy. They're screaming. They're wild. They're like, yeah! You know, and they're all women. Yeah, there's like one one percent men in the audience. I think that's her show. Though. Yeah, like it's but just the, they're like, yes, we've been here since two thousand and four. You know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, the, well, the, the, yeah, we we've all been here a long time, and we all saw how women reacted to Bitcoin years ago. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> 
And oh, now we're man. all getting messaged by these right. women years later. Hey, I remember when you were like, hey, Bitcoin, man. Like, how are you I've these days? I've been Bitcoin all these years. It's yeah. been really nice. I like it. Yeah. I, I always believed in you, and I was so I interested you when so you talked smart. about Bitcoin. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah, were you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because when, when, I, when I made the mistake of telling you about it, your eyes were You were like, oh, And you were completely oh, out of the conversation. I always fucking talk about Bitcoin. That's what's funny to me is that like all these people are back. They're all back, and like everyone seems now to be declaring that the day that they like broke up with their boyfriend, that was the day they got into Bitcoin. Yeah. Like they're all like <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in like 2012, that's when I got in. Oh yeah. man, you know, I my boyfriend is really into it, but he, he's he's an idiot. I, I yeah. was at it. Uh, me too. I was at an. I introduced it to him. I was in an Airbnb. I bet you were. And I made the mistake of mentioning why I happened to be in that part of town, and I said, you know, I'm here for the Bitcoin conference. And, you know, the owner and, like, some of the other people around the owner that really had no role, yeah. they, they, they just, you know, started seeming, like, very sketchy. And when I mentioned, I mentioned the conference, and it was like, uh-oh, I fucked up. Why? Know? Because they, they're, they're like, oh, because there's really no security in this Airbnb, and they're right. in and out, and it's like, you know what stuff am I leaving? Um, is is my shit gonna get rifled through? I, I think you're yeah, hypersensitive. Yeah, I am. They? Of course, <laughs> I'm a conspirator, right? So, uh, it, it was just you know pretty weird. So right. I just I, I you know I kept all my valuables with me I the see. whole time. <laughs> I didn't want to leave yeah. any of my uh, hardware wallet. You could have you could have just left like a fake uh, a fake envelope that says private key on it. Yeah, that's what you should do. And just like and just like if it disappears, then yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking next time. <laughs> that's I'll, a great idea. I'm gonna do Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, tokens, yeah, no, write Bitcoin on them, yeah, Bitcoin with a marker or with a with a sharpie. So what yeah. is this? Uh, what is this panel that happened in San Francisco? Oh, well, this guy Morgan Rocco was on some panel. That was the panel he was on. I didn't watch the whole thing, but it w like Charlie Lee was also there. So yeah. like, it, I mean, it was probably just some random panel. But he uh, he does talk. You know, he uh, there he is. Okay, know. there he is. Sure enough, we know that guy too on the left, <coughs> and then Morgan Rockwell is somewhere, and he's. He he says a lot of uh, I don't know. Is he, like, is he nuts? He's got to be nuts. Well, there's an observation I made. You know, based uh -oh. on one of his things. Yeah. What is what he twitchy? He, what he, no, um, no, no. But what what he was talking about was the fact that uh, something that he has this uh, this obligation to be able to bring Bitcoin to all of the members of the military. Okay. Okay. Because he has to show them that he is one of them. Because his father was in the military, which which makes him, I guess, one of them, vis-a-vis -vis DNA or something. I don't know what you know. Like he's not, he, he's not. Oh my god, he was never in the military. But so but he's, he's a guy he's with a like military a, kid, right? He's, he's one of these like with with daddy issues. He, well, that sounds like daddy issues to me. Yeah, something like. What that. is it with all these guys that like are like he Bitcoin evangelists with like daddy issues? I don't know, but his daddy told him that you know. That was gonna like never ever ever do the, anything the in money. No, the only coin guy too. Only spend money in gold. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a gold. So oh god. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, okay, oh, gold and then bugs. Bitcoin came about. Yeah. And he went, oh, that's what my father meant. You know, this uh, digital gold. Okay. Uh, you know, it's kind of. Uh, that's what I picked up from it. Dante, know? here's. A, I have a question for you. I, I've been thinking about this lately, mm -hmm. and yes. I, I, I have a in suspicion that it's you. Well, somewhere. Uh, I sometimes use my anus for thoughts. Right, right. Um, okay. Have you have you been uh, sending people sex toys on Amazon? Oh, yeah. yeah you know, listen. It's not as easy as you think to do that. Yeah? All right. Yeah. But some people, 
uh, as we'll probably discuss, have found some kind of efficiency where they've been able to actually pull off sending sex toys to random people. Uh, but you know, you, you're not the, you're not the one doing it. No, I okay. I, f- I failed. I, so this is I, one of the this I, is one I, of the I never I never pulled funny? it off one well, time. One of the best things I've ever seen because like it's a it's obviously a little scam that someone's pulling off. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but I love it. So they're sending this. this there was an article and the, uh, there was a woman interviewed saying that she keeps getting sex receiving, toys. Yeah, so tons and tons of sex toys, vibrators, all, yeah. all those fun things. Um, apparently, it's happening to a few people uh, in the <laughs> Northeast area in Canada. Uh, and it's not just dildos and and female sex. It's it's well, it's for any. It's for all. It's genitals. all sorts of sex toys. It's all inclusive. All, all types yeah. of sex toys. This would be like your dream, Sean. Yeah, this is. Like I w- I, why isn't it happening down here? Right. I wonder. Or yeah. Some sex toys. You know, like we should give we should give your address out on the internet here. And then oh, like there we go. That's anybody who wants to can send out <laughs> can, Wait, can send sex I have toys Sean's, to you. I have Sean's address right here. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. can, you can even send them collect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, in the article, they say that at first. Shuttle pay for shipping. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> at first, they said uh, it might. The thought was that it might be like review fraud. So, like, the people are trying to, like, if, if they can, if it seems like a legitimate right. purchase, they can uh, get the review up there and, like, right. take the review. But Amazon said that there's not many reviews tied to these right. products, so nobody knows what's going on. So no one has any fucking idea what's going on, and you know that you know the girl's like, "Oh, I'm so scared." You know, I don't know if I'm. Meanwhile, a there's a store out there who's like, "I keep ordering this one dildo, yeah, and it never arrives. Right, yeah. What the fuck is going on?" But it's just, it, it's like who, like how is it happening? Is could it, it be like, all one a brand of product? Maybe? Well, it's, there's, there's a lot of things hoping that are, to get in the news. There could be that. Or <laughs> yeah, that, that on, that's a great idea. Get on this show. That's yeah. a great idea. But we yeah. don't know the brand. The so other, we can't pump the other, it. the other thing is like, <laughs> right. it, no like, pun intended. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a neighbor who just really, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a neighbor who really, really like just buys tons of sex stuff. And then, like, usually goes oh, over to the neighbor and, like, grabs yeah, it off. But, yeah, like, they don't orders, want it going to their orders, house. Yeah, orders so much that, like, occasionally, like, one in ten packages is, like, left at the neighbor's house and, uh, and they don't retrieve it. So, like, they, they just order so much. What, or what, what if it's, like, <laughs> you know, what if it's, like, a mystery Santa that finds people right, who believes are right. sexually, like, they need Repressed. some relief. They need some so yeah. Yeah, I'm going to send, I'm going to, like, it's, like, a, like, secret right. Santa type Right, thing. right. That's why, that was why I suspected Dante in Mystery the first Santa. place. Right. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mystery Santa. <laughs> it's like Buffalo Soldier. Mystery Santa. Hey, you know, so what, what if it's just being done in such a way where this technique, they're just testing out, like, drop zone, like, just using your neighbor as the drop zone, for things that you're getting, you know, I don't know how that would work. But well, oh my god, god damn oh. it! These fucking videos. Every time, you know, this happens. This happens. Sorry, every they fucking can't week. hear it there. They can't like, hear yeah, it. Whenever we go, like oh, whenever fuck. we, yeah, it's because we're on some article site or some site with, uh, you know, like we're CNBC, moving around and, and they play yeah. these auto videos and it's loud and it's, it's heinous. It goes like it's like terrible. Through the ears. Oh, I hate it. It hurts my ears. It makes yeah. me not feel good. I, well, maybe for the show, an ad blocker would be very like <laughs> that would be very useful. helpful. Oh wow, we have yeah. a use case. Yeah, there's one use case. <laughs> no, so my, what I was <laughs> saying we'll is, we'll use Brave Browser. May, we'll maybe Brave for this. So maybe they could be testing out their, you know, their drop zone theories. So they send something innocuous, and they need to see, hey, can can, can, can I can get they, meth? Can out of they this successfully place? Yeah. get to that neighbor's house, and you know, before the neighbor? So, picks so you up think the you think before long they're going to start sending like meth? Yeah, but they they won't send it to the houses that obviously they weren't able to get their packages from. Or, See or, what I mean? or, or just some hack, like they're hacking Amazon and they're like finding these flaws. It, it and could just, just be that it's a 4chan or yeah. making hilarious jokes. 
That that yeah. would be my suspicion that like yeah. the 4chan is like sending someone dildos. I think yeah. eventually they'll start sending a particular brand and then that'll get in the news and it'll like, you know, hype up. Should have done it that they had their chance, should have gotten it in the news before, you know. Yep, so before D- Dante, we did it. speaking of uh, dildo conspiracies, what's yeah. happening with these like Russian indictments? Okay. So let's see. W- w- I guess they they just came out yesterday. Yeah. And so here here let me b- let me give you the backstory. So there no there have been some people <laughs> Uh, like within the last week or so that had been speculating because a lot of the other news that has been coming out right that that's really showing that all of this Russia stuff if it points to anyone it points to Hillary right okay I mean and and that's there's like volumes of information that 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 you know point to all of this stuff without my even getting into it it's really 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 starting to be very clear who was really involved with that. So the speculation was about a week ago like that possibly this guy Mueller is going to have to find a way to gracefully exit from this, you know, the whole Trump collusion, Russia, blah, blah. And, and how are they going to go about doing that? And uh, so some of the speculation was that they, uh, I don't know, they may just take a couple of uh, people who are like nothing burger people that you right. know, tangentially involved and try to give them some, all right, well, we went ahead and we charged these two people that are irrelevant, you know. But I think what has happened, as soon as I saw this yesterday, that what they did was they charged 13 Russians with attempting to, you know, do to our, not, not to the election, they didn't have any, direct impact they just wanted to create a lot of havoc and mayhem like they've always done since the 1930s and 40s and what they did what they showed was that they orchestrated a uh, pro-trump protest oh not a protest pro-trump rally (laughs) and an anti-trump protest orchestrated by the same people the same russians on the same day so we have all the you know, anti-Trump people and the pro-Trump, and they're orchestrating the whole nonsense, you know. And, uh, you know, they probably orchestrated a little bit of violence and some people, you know, uh, there were a few of those things. But this all started, by the way, what they're talking about. In 2014, under the Obama administration, long before Trump announced that he was going to be running. So this is just your typical... Uh, you know, the Russians doing what the Russians have always so, done. So they tried to recruit Trump, essentially. No. No, no. Well, no? We're, like, we're, we're, like that recruit, didn't come like out of the report at all. Recruit him to run for president. Get him to do it. That, well, yeah, I mean, that's a that's, funny thing. But that's essentially what happened here, right? That's like not they, what happened here. But they, they No, they, what they were doing was just trying to disrupt all of the electoral processes. They, they had people that were... You know, let's say for Jill Stein, they were you know for or, oh, yeah, yeah. or against no, this, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. They were just trying to create mayhem with our whole system. And but the thing of it, the thing of it is, they said yesterday that uh, there was no U.S. citizen, no U.S. person who was knowingly involved in any way with all of this stuff. Interesting. In other words, and, and what they were showing was that. They got U.S. bank accounts. They had credit cards. They they had VP uh, uh, VPS uh, and VPNs. You know, here in the U.S., 
so that they could use uh, that so they would appear the, to be yeah. all U U.S. actors. But and they even in, uh, impersonated identities and stuff. And they had, uh, they had U.S. people acting in certain ways where they would try to engage with whoever they could. Uh, they, they, you know, they were trying to create this mayhem. But there, there was no one, uh, no one knowingly did anything. Uh, no U.S. citizen right. did anything knowingly wrong. But it's pretty clear the Russians have had a lot of hands and been affecting things in various ways that are just since the 1930s or 40s. Yeah, they've always. Done, I mean, like, there's no always difference. Done it. What's funny to me is that, like, the it's hard for the United all these, States. All these 12 Russians are part of that Internet Research Agency, oh, which really? is like the. Which oh, is yeah, like that's the, great. That's like the. There's no, there's, it's, it's, it's difficult for me to take the United States claims seriously when it comes to Russia stuff because we have been meddling in elections. We for, did the same thing, you know, forever. What, what did we do uh, recently? Uh, Mexico is it like? Uh, um, um, I don't know about Mexico, but Israel. Uh, so, so during the Obama administration, uh, it was very well known that he, he was against Netanyahu uh, to be reelected, and there was overt meddling. That was that. done by the U.S. government, and it was you know well, we did it. We did it with Chile. We did it with. Uh, and we've done it with which, all sorts I'm of. I'm looking up. Which, what's the right. all of Latin America? Bananas or the fruit company that overthrew some government in oh, some the, South America? The Banana Republic the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean uh, Nicaragua. Yeah, I mean, I, we we've we've been fruit we've been the banana elections. republic. Yeah, we've been we've been <laughs> we've been you know working on influencing elections forever. I think that, I, right. like right. I think this goes to the point that like there is no morality in like uh, foreign policy. Um. Well, well I think it's, it's everyone's you're you're playing games against each other. Like in, in some ways, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In ways that are right. not like it's, shooting it's each other directly. Right. It's indirect warfare. Like which is just is what happens in a peaceful society. Well, here here's the and other I mean, thing. And not, not that people aren't being affected by it, but you know, it's it's not as bad as So Obama Ra Rajavia. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what's the, the uh what do they call it? The whatever the non aggression principle? Yeah. Right. That bullshit. Nap. Yeah. Uh, Obama knew about all of this meddling back early, like when Hillary was running. He, what what they did not want to have happen is they did not want to make public all of the knowledge of the attempts by these Russian. It, there was also three entities, like three uh, companies or what organizations within Russia, in addition to the thirteen people. But what he didn't want to have happen and i'm saying he but i'm referring to the that whole administration they did not want there to be anything to question the legitimacy of hillary's election they all thought hillary was going to win yeah all right so they didn't want to do anything that was going to sh sh you know shed any doubt right. on her legitimacy but, well because like when you have two in, in that situation like Neither party, neither side wants to do anything about it because it's not going to, like, neither has the incentive to do it. Well, so if Obama tried to, like, do something in during that period of time, it, it may have questioned the legitimacy of Hillary getting elected. Of course. And, like, the Republicans and Trump don't have an incentive because they're not in power yet. They, they didn't even think they were going to get right, so it's like Exactly. But so, so look up this, Josh, uh, if you could. Um, uh, Mitt Romney, uh, Obama. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking at it. Just well, tell me, well, tell well, me what I'm you tell want you. to like. In 2012... Uh, in, during the 2012 election, you had a debate head-to-head. -head. There was three debates, and I think Romney did very well in, in a couple of them. But there was a point where... Um, Can Candace. Uh, uh, well, what's her name? Candace something. Candy something. Candy Crowley. 
there, there was a question that was asked in terms of what was the biggest threat that the U.S. is facing right. in terms of a foreign threat. So Romney said Russia. And the, the response that Obama made was something Global like... Global warming. He said, well, well, I hate to tell you this, bit, but the 1980s just called and they want their foreign policy back. I, In other I words, remember that. He yeah. was making fun of Mitt Romney yeah. for referring to the... Uh, oh, you know, the Cold War is over. So he was mocking him for pointing out, you know, the the Russian thing. I just think it's so funny, you know, how hypocritical it is and how... Well, I, I would say, that, I mean, the Russians, yeah, Russians have, like, become ever more of a threat in, in recent days, too, though. Like, it's, like, they've always been, like, they're, they're, I don't know, I mean, in the United States, it's very weird. But, like, we are in a weird sort of uh, proxy intelligence war with Russia. Disinformation, it's, yeah, it's, computer hacking. I mean, but there's, China there's, there's too. a lot what of weird, there's a lot of weird facts. I mean, like, there's a lot of weird things that, that have happened. Like, it's, in, 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 in like, D.C., for example, there's, uh, a you know, rumors that people will tell you like for example there are these rogue cell cell phone towers right so a lot of like uh, dc uh individuals don't go like near the russian embassy because a lot of them would say that if you're within about three blocks of the russian embassy you're on the russian cell phone tower uh yeah the re- but sense, it's, not, yeah. it's not regularly talked about because what do you think we do in the in, in russia <laughs> of course i right. mean it's done on both sides of course and, and and what seems to be happening here, see, the biggest problem with this, all of this stuff that's been going on is you have our three-letter acronym, you know, three-letter agencies uh, becoming weaponized politically. And that's, that's everything that's happening here. That's all that this is about. And then you have these other folks and these other, you know, politicians and what have you. They know what's going on, and they're, they, they, you know, they're just trying to double down on it, and they're trying to, you know... If so, it, if so it gives them the, do you the result think that Russia is a threat? Do you, do you find them to be a threat? Well, uh, they've always, they've never not been a threat. Okay, uh, including, including, I remember back when, you know, it was like, hooray, sure. the the Soviet Union, it's gone away, and now we're you know allies and all this nonsense. And I remember talking to people back then. I'm saying, you know what, I don't buy this shit for a minute. I I, I never did. Um, I I never felt that so, we. So second question: What yeah. do you what do you think about like the proliferation of like uh, RT content in Bitcoin? Do you um, think that's a problem? You, you, wait, so okay, well, so the let's Russia Today Ru- well, show. What do I think about Russia Today? Yeah, Pier- you know, full stop. Yeah. right. Forget about Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's a great question. I think what well, what happened recently was that they were forced to declare a foreign entity that yes. they're a foreign entity Which they're et cetera, et cetera. yeah and that's fine i mean so it it's definitely a, a a propaganda arm i'm not saying that every bit of their content is all propaganda and, and it's all well, managed you, 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 from the you top realize down. that's what makes a propaganda is that they they tell you news 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 and then propaganda Right, right. They mix it in. Uh, I, I, absolutely. Um, completely. I, I get that. That's do, what do you, I'm saying. Do you think there's a reason they're targeting Bitcoin? Because, like, look at their shows. They have Jesse Ventura. They have Max Kaiser. They have a bunch of, like, it's all financial conspiracists. Well, it, it, it also probably, you know, they're going to do mining in nu- nuclear facilities <laughs> with all the uranium that they got from Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Funnily get that. Well, I don't know anything about I don't know anything about the uranium trade, but like like when yeah, it comes yeah. down to it, like I do I do know a thing or two about mining for like souls in some sense, right? Like that's what's that's what it feels like they're doing in Bitcoin. Is that like RT is doing all Bitcoin content? 
I and also all, think they're doing financial more than conspiracy stuff. But there, I, I will tell you this: there are a lot of other people who I know uh, that they're. You're, you're talking about mining. For I think their, they're. I think they're targeting for their hearts and mind or whatever it is. There's a lot of people that are that really buy into every possible theory that gets thrown out to them, and you know I think they're susceptible. To a lot of the RT stuff. Well, that's I mean, what RT targets, so with conspiracists. No, yeah, with no skepticism and, and, and everything else. So what I think, I mean, everything I see that comes from RT, I, I look at with a jaundice eye. Uh, the same you know, way... liver failure? A jaundice eye. It, you know, you, you, you look at them very <laughs> with suspicion. <laughs> uh, Great suspicion, yeah. Okay. But, um, but the same way, if I watch something from Al Jazeera, from that network... They have different aims, different goals, and what have you. But it's the same, same thing. They're another. Oh, it's so different though, because like Al Jazeera, we're not like we're not actively at war with uh, with like Saudi Arabia. No, I mean uh, Hezbollah and all of the. I mean, it's all tied into the conflict between Israel and all of these other, you know, uh, Arab states, and yeah. It, it, that's a little bit more like, complicated. Because the, I mean, the reason it, that it matters it to me is that Russia is like in like disinformation, like the disinformation world. That's like what they're doing. So like their goal with RT is to disinform like United States citizens, um, particularly and cause like weird dissension. Which was I would the agree reason with that, that like which is the reason, frankly, that like I would say Russia's heavily involved in like the the uh, the alt right. I, I don't know that you could say they're heavily heavily involved with well, almost the certainly. Alt-right. Here's my question about the alt right. The, the alt right might it may is, just be very uh, is the alt right gullible or something. I don't is know. Is the alt right uh, the 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 emasculated man's version of a gay parade? Hmm. Do they wear chaps? Think yeah. about it. Do they wear? <laughs> do they wear? I'm thinking about last like chaps. Like just see like like a bunch of like. <laughs> is that what it is? Because like I, I feel like it's guys coming out and being I, like, I feel like it's we're here. I'm we're here. Right. I'm all right. That's like what that's what's going on with it. Like I I've been disenfranchised as a male. You know. Yeah. Well, like the, it, it's it's literally what the alt right is. I, I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> if if this whole alt right thing was a construct. That has been in part developed by the kinds of shit that these, you know, Russian propagandists and, you know, because they, they use people. They, they create puppets. I mean, you realize they, uh, Richard they, Spencer's married well, to, like, a, a Russian woman who's fairly Well, I mean, he's a perfect, he would be a perfect example. I mean, so it, what you would want to do is you set up straw men. You know, well, that's what I was asking you. Like, it's very obvious that Russia is very involved in the. Alt-right. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure there are. I, I'm, but I'm and also equally I mean, convinced. I'll, I'll walk you through that they're like, involved they're in the alt left. Of course so they are. The, the Antifa, Antifa, Antifa is 100% yep. like very much Russian uh, stoked. Oh, oh like, absolutely. They're, they're, they're wearing com- masks. They're communists. What, like, what do carrying you think? communist flags? Yeah, but like the, the Russian, the, the Russian influence in uh, the alt right is very obvious. Like Spencer is married to Nina Koprianova. Nina Koprianova I was the translator. Yeah. Was a translator for a guy named Alexander Dugan. Alexander yeah. Dugan is the author of one of the the, the most uh, important and and taught foreign policy books in Russian foreign policy, which basically uh, advocates the strategy of causing dissension in, in the West 
through like particularly racialized rhetoric and racialized like groups that are racist. So they're grabbing the extremes uh, of both, you of know, course. Both the, all, all the way on the they left. They don't give a fuck. All the way on the right. Yeah. They just want to sow the seeds of dissension and and and, and confusion. So and that's their these, game. Yeah, but that's the thing. You have these movements where like people are wearing masks and like uh, right. going around and causing dissension, throwing like weird Molotov gr- like cocktails and stuff. Like I mean, this seems to me to be the perfect place for like I mean, like not to, not to make it the like the Russian. <laughs> the the anti ruski show, but like that, I mean, like I see, I see the influence in the U.S. and it's very, very weird, and it's all over Bitcoin too, and that that like weirds me out. Well, this, by the way, well, what you're just go ahead. Sure. Well, it's also like because where do you draw the line between what you're like? Oh, that's probably like RT. That's Russian influence, and where what you actually would like consider a legitimate thing? Because if I'm basing my views off of like what is Antifa, what is the left right now, based off of the riots, them in masks, them fighting. Well, if I've been thinking that is what the left looks like, then I may have been misled by these Russian influences, and I may not be able to always discern what is like well, it's what hard. is actually well, true. The, the, the thing with right? this information is difficult because, like in 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 the world of like intelligence, what your goal is going to be is basically to make it such that like it is difficult for people to not to see Russia in everything, right? Right. So like that that's why that's why like John or uh, like Nash kind of went nuts. Right. Well, that's not why he went nuts. He went nuts because he's fu- fucking schizophrenic. But like, that was like a big thing in his life was that he saw Russia in everything, and a lot of people from those days did because Russia was doing a shit ton, and it's difficult. To and they were every- they were everywhere. they were everywhere. So it was difficult to like distinguish where they're where they are and where they're not. And they're great at disinformation. They were huge in the '60s, in terms of their, you know, manipulating the marionettes and all that sort of thing. Uh, the, the '60s, the '70s. And they infiltrated all of the, well, not only the U.S., but the, the, what they really do is they want to get to the, a certain age group that are sort of um, uh, malleable or, you know, um, or, or, or likely to be influenced by this. And this is why they really hit right. the campuses, uh, then they try to filter it down. You know, they'll they'll try to you know. However, they start. They don't care, but they they find ways. Oh, I, I you know I don't want to do a hard stop on this subject, but there was something that I it, it is tangentially involved. So you know who Bombard is, the woman who looks at the um, the micro expressions. She she looks at the no, uh, I'm sure body language. Uh, no. she, she's on <laughs> she's YouTube? on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, I guess she claims to be a. Body language, you know, person okay. and all that sort of thing. It's like being a handwriting analysis. or you I'm, know, sure, I'm sure it's I, at I, least I, that credible. Or, or, or a translator for Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Do, do you remember? Do you remember, do you remember that? Do you remember the, the, like, he was like, the, he was in some country and there was a translator there. The, the, the guy, had, the the, guy the was deaf like, guy, you just make it like oh, fake. Oh, it was fake. fake. It was all fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, that, was, that sounds great. I love that. But I, I, that was one of the funniest <laughs> moments in the entire Obama game. Like, boop, 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 boop. Well, so let me tell you what I saw in the last two days. So she took uh, one of the students that was at the, uh, the school, the school shooting. And so there was a lot of students. And, and she would look at them being interviewed and she'd is say. This is the false flag shit? Well, well, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah. Oh, uh, so well, kind of. Ca- kind of. But what happened was she was looking at a lot of these students and she says, they're babies. These are like teenagers. Yeah. They. They're, they're talking about something that just happened that they witnessed, and th- they can't help it. They're smiling. They're laughing. It's like it's stress laughing. It's right. stress smiling. So she's describing those behaviors, and th- you look at which way a person is 
turning their eyes? Are they accessing memory of something that they actually experience? You know, as little tiny, uh, you know, micro expressions. So, so then she brings on a guy who she says, wait a minute, what is up with this guy? Did he, be, did he become an adult when he was like four years old? Because he's a student, he's describing it, and dude, he looked like he was... Like stoic? Like a news... Re- no, like he was totally detached from the whole thing. Yeah. He had no problem. Like, in other words, it had no emotional impact. And then when something emotional was being discussed, he's like doing the... Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You know, like all of the mannerisms right. that would show that, oh, he, you know, he, he identifies and he was... So she was kind of pointing all of that out. And then at the end, she says, oh, okay, this makes a little more sense. He is in charge of the uh, TV reporting part of the school. The oh, interesting. Not the okay. newspaper, you know, but I think there was a TV station or yeah. whatever they have, right? So, oh, okay, so he's already kind of groomed to be in that sort of role. All right, so today I saw a video where he, so he's like an older kid probably, you know, like the end of, uh, like a senior. Right. He's, he has with him a girl who's 14, like I guess the first year that you go into high school. And she is describing the whole ordeal, how she saw it. And I'm listening to this. I'm like going, wow, her story is just not. It's like he found like the, the local crazy in the school, and like he's bringing her to the forefront. So what she's uh, pitching is that there was something about supposed to be, what do you call it, like a drill, and they were going to come in. They were supposed to use like non-lethal ammunition and... And then she oh, saw yeah, him. everyone's... It, oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah, right? So he's bringing her to the... You know, oh it's like, God. oh, you're doing a great job as a TV reporter already. So so she's talking about her experience where now she's exiting. Now, by the way, her story didn't add up just, just within the story, right? I'm listening to her say this, and that. I'm hearing all the little conflicts. But now she's talking about she's going to leave, and there was a, what do you call it, a, a stairwell. And there's blood everywhere, just look like a movie, et cetera. And then she said, and there was gunpowder all over the floor. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I heard that. I heard gun that po- Gunpowder? Like, I, I remember that. I was like, wait, what? What? Because these people, they, they don't know what reality should do or shouldn't do. They, they just conjure like, yeah, it up I, they in their head. Like, gunpowder all over the floor. Yeah, like, gunpowder. What? <laughs> How do you get, what? There's a shooting That's, and there's gunpowder no, all over like, the floor? Sm- smells in the air. Like the, there's like uh, was fire alarms going off. Well, smoke, no, like whatever had a, the fuck. Yeah, you had to be there right at that mo- second that, that that round was, you know, you had to be right next I, to I heard her say, like, I was like, I, I, no. I was like well, okay, well, all right. So I wasn't there. So this is where the crazy conspiracy theories, you know, come from, and you know, like the like they were doing a, a drill. I like that Dante's like dialing back the conspiratorial shit. Well, listen, I look, <laughs> I have. Did you come around, Dante? What, what's I going don't on need, there? No, I don't need any help developing conspiracies <laughs> because my conspiracies, in, in, in all reality, are really based on reality. They're they're based, all, cons- all good conspiracies. No, are. mine are. Yeah. No, no, mine right. come from having. Real, uh, you know, something that I can base it on, you know, and I don't get it from third parties. So anytime I come up with a what you think is a conspiracy. Oh, and speaking of that, Josh, you, you, you were talking to me several weeks ago about 
Trump not having filled the cabinet positions and blah 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 blah, right? Well, not the cabinet. It was it was well, spot for the State Department. I State said cabinet, Department. but it was, it was right, State right. Department well, positions. Well, State Department positions. <clears throat> so yeah. So I, I mean, I haven't been back around to address that uh, lately. But to here, here, here's the deal: um, the those positions that are unfilled are the positions that he's chosen to be unfilled because that's his way of draining the swamp. Because those positions previously, uh, wait, wait, let me hear me out. Previously, those positions uh, in the prior administrations, or when when Hillary was in this was running the State Department, the majority of those positions that are in question here were filled by either bundler, you know, they were filled by supporters, don't people who made big donations, people who did the bundling of the donations for Hillary. So those positions were getting filled by people, I don't not because. Well, think I mean, that there's it, a chance that that's true. Well, I mean, well, I mean, like that's I, coming from what Trump is saying. No, no, Trump is not saying. I don't think Trump is. No, I mean, I, I think it's I don't know. I unpacked this situation. I tried to get to the bottom of it, and I took my time. I, I you know what? I did have all of the links available and open. But what happened was when we got to that part of the show, we kind of ended abruptly, and I and I didn't have a chance. So I didn't go back. I'm just telling you this from what I did research, and there was plenty of information to point to the fact that th- those a lot of those positions were filled by political. I, I those think there's, political I think there's appointments. 200 unappointed people in the state yeah, department. Yeah, and and that's because he feel he deems those positions to be unnecessary, irrelevant, and he is draining the swamp, and he's he, he is oh. intending to not fill those positions like they're not needed so if it means that you have a whole bunch of a department that's all kind of bullshit in uh, having those people in those roles he's just not he's he is resisting filling not resisting he's just not he doesn't want it done (laughs) so that's the i'll take take your word for it i I, I can't again i can't like falsify that 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 sounds completely in, in my opinion, that doesn't sound at all correct. But I'll, well, I'll, let, I'll let you have all right. that. That's okay. All right. But it's like my, well, even if that was the case, right? And I get it. Like he, he deems those positions not needed. Like, what if a few were positions that people you just needed a body to sign off on things that were like somewhat obvious? And now you don't. It's really, called a reorg, though. Well, you just need somebody. To, you need somebody to do some work. You know, no, they have just very like paperwork kind of things that. If they aren't getting done, what's the what's the oh, okay? So if you take the overall number of people that are in the State Department, right? Mm-hmm. It's like any large corporation; they have thirty thousand employees or, or forty thousand, and then they they do a reorg, and then they have a riff, and they reduce the number of people in their force, and they might do a riff of three thousand, four thousand people, and sometimes it's middle management, sometimes it's very, and then they just reorganize. The flow charts of like who answers to who, et cetera. And it's like these are ridiculous positions. They're redundant. They're not necessary. And why were they even invented? Oh, I see. You know, and who has filled those positions previously? And you find out that they're like campaign supporters of to, you know, previous uh, administrations. And you say, look, I'm not going to do those same kind of appointments. So there's no reason to put somebody into a role that's not. Uh, Josh is furiously googling. As I'm just speak. looking. I'm, I'm, well, it's, it's, it's just well, it's kind of no, hard it's to. A, it's, a, it's hard to, you know, uh, argue against that. Right. When, I, when, I, you, when you can't like look at these positions and kind of like go into like, well, you know, what exactly is going on and 
right. who are these positions? But, what are they? And they might be they might be positions that are traditionally like were filled me, by campaign people. The whole allegation to me, to me, that is to me the entirety of like that. That argument sounds like. Um, the kind of argument that one would come up with after realizing that they haven't filled 200 campaign positions. Well, and they the, need the, to that do whole it. argument came out of a book that you were reading recently where the guy, under false pretenses, were trying to get people. I mean, th- this was like a, uh, a person. The Wolf book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where you heard of it from. That's that's the that's only not place at all where that I heard it, of it from. Well, <laughs> no, it's you, not it was true right at all. after you read the book. No, so it I'm wasn't. Assuming. It was long before the book came no, out. No, no, we talked about it right after you read the book. No, that's, it was that's before you the book it came out, Dante. I uh, don't think so. But it, it was. Well, it's in the Telios of SoundCloud. So it, it doesn't matter. I don't even know that it's in the book. Um, did you read I, the book? No, I didn't. Okay, so that's a pretty hard claim to make. All I would say to that is that I do remember reading about things saying. Uh, he has been leaving a lot of positions unfilled, and mm-hmm. it is brought up in the book. But it was it, it was right. out, it was out in the telos of something before that. Well, it, it, it could be. I mean, I don't know who else wrote an article about that, or whether or not th- those articles had anything to do with claims that were made by this wolf guy or whatever. Do we have uh, anything on the like? <laughs> so, what's this Gates note stuff? Is that well? So, so the Gates Foundation, Bill and Melinda, uh, had an annual letter, and. I put this in here because they answer some questions of like apparently they get asked about like why they do they do certain things right. and why they do other things. Um, and recently a conversation we had, I think we brought up like the the fact that like they are kind of like the biggest secular charity and like oh yeah, a lot of, yeah. But, but they also kind of just talked about like how the state of the world in general and things are better, which we've kind of oh yeah, about. fuck yeah. But things are really good. Um, they've made some progress and like. You know, diseases in particular. They've done they've done a shit ton. I they've love done a lot with the diseases, uh, lowering um, you know rates of illiteracy and and poverty around the world. And things are getting better, and that's kind of a nice. I just thought that was a nice story that kind of got like buried underneath all the news. Yeah. Um, oh, happy was, uh, ending. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> well but uh, but they were kind of talking about. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the details in there, but they were answering. They were in, like they were like, we'll we'll address some questions and kind of go into like how we like what we think and how we think about things and. I found it interesting to read. Nice. I don't recall the details, so that's why I put that in there in our little. Oh, notes. it's very sexy. All right, for, I think that's it. Like end. it's a it's a short show this week. It's not like it's not it's less than twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I feel like fifty percent of our shows these days are about two and a half hours. So like that's maybe a, a decent little trying to find the near the average kind of there. Yeah. Right in the well, middle. sometimes sometimes I feel like I you know like it, it doesn't. I, I don't know how it, things just speed up. They slow down. Like if I had like six pages of notes and right. it's two hours, there's some times where it's three right. and it's like four hours. So it doesn't. There's no correlation for time. Yeah. No, but it depends <laughs> on how much you just spread them out this week. You get like, like <laughs> big old pictures. Like a, your, your notes are like a fucking picture book. I, so. I, I, I like when we just go freestyling it. You know, why I mean, are you wiggling <laughs> your dick at me? <laughs> because we're, that's that's free that's freestyling it. All right, Sean, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you online? Find me on Cam4 and in the Ethereum Plus coin oh, dojo. Nice. We, we are there. Dante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in the Ethereum Plus uh, dojo, so you can find me. I, I'm easy to find. Perfect. And this in is there. John Seth. I'm in the Ethereum Plus coin dojo as well. Twitter, John Seth. Uh, Telegram, John Seth, if you want to yeah. have Florida strange Bitcoiner. personal conversations. If you send me a dick pic, though, I'm out. Why you have too many? Too many people are sending me dick pics. I'm just I'm sick of it. Uh, it's because, it. I, it's know, because I'm spamming him with dick pics. You know, so. you know th- that would be great. I w- would love it I- if people would up their game to send you dick pics. No, send, they want, you want no, Dante send you wants more. dick pics. No, I want them to send you no, more. No, fuck no. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, you know this week <laughs> I'm gonna get like dick pics, like left, right, bing, bing, dude. Bing, 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 I mean, but they need to send you like oh, really. God. You got to up your game. Send John Seth as many God dick pics or send or send Dante. 
dick pics as well. Yeah, well, send Dante why, why? so many dick so pics. Why, and in that case, you know, we can do a Send all three of us dick pics. War, so we, war, 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 like, like Sean likes it. He's like, please send, send me dick pics. Send dick pics to all three of us. Oh and God. We'll, we'll have all I don't want any covered. dick pics. Okay. I'll just get you banned on Telegram if you send me Fuck it. This is Jumsa chunking up the deuce in the south. The mass is end to go in peace. St. Catherine. Pray for us. Sasha